You're listening to the Acadiana's Morning News Podcast, brought to you by LABI and always on kpal965.com. Since 1971, Louisiana Endowment for the Humanities has reached out to scholars, institutions, and local communities to enrich our shared culture. Want to know more about LEH and the rich culture of Louisiana? Visit leh.org for more information or to donate. Hi, I'm Dale Brown, best-selling techno-thriller author. I'm also a mission pilot and squadron commander in the Civil Air Patrol. The members of the Civil Air Patrol are volunteer professionals who serve their communities and their nation every day with emergency services, aerospace education, and cadet programs. We train hard, we fly hard, and we get the job done for America. Join the Civil Air Patrol. Visit www.gocivilairpatrol.com and let's go flying. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. They're rounding up more Russians to fight. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. That's what leader Vladimir Putin is doing after recent setbacks in Ukraine. His forces driven back by a counteroffensive with Ukrainian troops liberating some areas. I think it is necessary to support the proposal of the Ministry of Defense and the General Staff to conduct a partial mobilization in Russia. I repeat, we are only talking about a partial mobilization. Partial mobilization, we're talking about 300,000 people. So more troops in the short term. Uh, but much more than that could be on the table in the future, as Vladimir Putin now says he will not rule out the possible use of nuclear weapons to defend Russia's acquisition of Ukrainian soil. Fox's Kevin Cork, Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky, will address the United Nations General Assembly today. So will President Biden, expected to be very supportive of Ukraine, very critical of Russia. They're breathing a sigh of relief in the Bahamas. Hurricane Fiona is forecast to take a sharp turn after hitting Turks and Caicos and doing deadly damage in the Dominican Republic and flood-ravaged Puerto Rico. This is going to be moving to the north and to the east, so away from the islands here over the next couple of days, passing just by Bermuda. You notice well off the coast of the United States. Fox meteorologist Adam Klotz, a contentious first meeting for former President Trump's lawyers with the special master they asked for to review the material the FBI seized from Trump's Florida home. Judge Raymond Deary, the special master, asked Trump's attorneys for proof that Trump did indeed declassify documents seized by the FBI. Trump's legal team took issue with the request, arguing they don't want to give too many details over fears of exposing Trump criminally. Deary said, quote, you can't have your cake and and eat it too. Fox's David Spunt. Mortgage rates may go up even more and we may pay more to get a car loan or pay off credit card debt with another big interest rate hike expected today from the Federal Reserve aimed at driving down inflation. America's listening to Fox News. Every search you make, every click you take, they'll be watching you. Tired of companies like Google and Facebook watching everything you do online? There's actually a simple solution. DuckDuckGo. It's an all-in-one privacy app with a built-in private search engine, web browser, one-click data clearing, email protection, and more, all for free. Download the app today and get the most comprehensive privacy protection with the push of a button. DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. What you've heard about probiotics is probably wrong. I eat yogurt, so I don't need to take a probiotic. Probiotics? They don't really work. It's time to learn the truth about probiotics and join the Align Healthy Gut team up. 
Align has probiotics to naturally help relieve occasional bloating, gas, and abdominal discomfort. Try Align probiotics for a month and see how great a healthy gut can feel. Get $2 off your first month of Align at alignprobiotics.com. On Wall Street, ahead of the Fed's interest rate hike decision, possibly a three-quarters of a percent increase, maybe one full percent stock futures are rising. This comes after another big sell-off yesterday. A fraud bust in Minnesota related to COVID relief money, the biggest such case in the entire pandemic. The DOJ alleges at least 47 people over nearly two years stole a quarter billion dollars under the guise of a federally funded child nutrition program. U.S. Attorney Andrew Luger said money went not to meals and kids, but mainly to the accused. To buy houses in Minnesota, resort property and, and real estate in Kenya and Turkey, luxury cars, commercial property, jewelry, and much more. Six group indictments cover fraud, money laundering, bribery, and more. FBI special agent in charge in Minneapolis, Michael Paul, called it a blatant display of greed. Some of the accused are in custody. The IRS and postal inspectors are involved, indicating more indictments may come. Gernal Scott, Fox News. Football season's barely started. But it's already over for a high school team in Pennsylvania canceled with 10 players facing charges over alleged hazing involving the Middletown High School football team. At least two students will face attempted sexual assault charges. The school superintendent says cell phone video shows a group of students restraining their teammates and using athletic equipment to poke their bodies. The head football coach resigned after the video surfaced. And when a second video came to light, the school district decided to cancel the football season. John Saucier, Fox News. It was a big night at Yankee Stadium in New York. The drama in the closing weeks of the baseball season isn't just confined to the playoff races. The Yankees' Aaron Judge hit his 60th homer of the season in a 9-8 win over the Pirates. He's now just one short of Roger Maris's American League record. That's Eric Messersmith. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Football is here, and we've teamed up with Restoration One for something that will make any fan yell, who dat? We want to send you and a guest to NOLA for an NFL experience that you'll never forget. It's the ultimate who dat experience, and we're giving you the chance to see New Orleans play up close and personal, live from the plaza level of the Caesars Superdome. Score a pair of tickets to Dome home games, as well as a pair of passes to hang out with DJ Digital at the official VIP tailgate, a fully catered pregame party put on by Bullseye Event Group, with free food and an open bar on the rooftop patio of Benson Tower overlooking Champion Square. And thanks to our friends at Legends Bar and Grill, even when the black and gold are playing on the road, you can still celebrate black and gold style at home with a Legends tailgate prize pack. Beat the squad with 10 burgers, 10 wraps, and 20 bags of chips. You can enjoy at a Legends location or on the big screen at the house. The weekly deadline to enter will be Thursday at midnight. You only need to enter once per game, but every week will be a new opportunity for you to win. All you need to play is the KPL News app. So download it now and enter to win today. Restoration One is your local business to help with any water, fire, and mold damage. Call 337-RESTORE. That's 337-RESTORE to get your property back to its full glory. Your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. 70 degrees under clear conditions. Your complete forecast is coming up. For Cape Hill News, I'm Brandon Como. Taking a look at our top stories this morning. First, here in Lafayette, a man is dead after police responded to the 400 block of Marigold Loop to find him suffering from multiple gunshots. Officers say the black male was in the driver's seat of his vehicle when they found him. Call Lafayette Police or Crime Stoppers at 232-TIPS if you have any information. 
Louisiana ranks fifth in the nation for the rate of violent uh, for the rate of women murdered by men. That's according to the Violence Policy Center's 2020 data. Whitney Thomas has more on that story. VCP spokesperson Kristen Rand says 98% of women are killed by someone they know. Women's risk of homicide is not related to strangers, but they have a much higher risk from people that they know. Rand says lawmakers should focus on providing better resources. Helping people who need protective order understand the legal process and have some assistance in that regard. I'm Whitney Thomas. Meanwhile, the murder of an LSU student who was gunned down early Friday morning remains unsolved, and police encourage anyone with information to call them. Police say they believe Allison Rice was trying to turn her car around while stopped for a train when shots were fired at her vehicle around 2.30 Friday morning. BRPD spokesperson Sergeant L.G. McNeely says they've received numerous calls about the case. Any bit of information that you get could be a break in it, and it's needed. He says it appears as if it was a random act. We don't have anything that's pointing or saying that she knew the perpetrators that did this. I'm Brooke Thorrington. And continuing in the stories about violence, Fox News reports more new violent crime data shows New Orleans is now officially the murder capital of the U.S., Here's more from Kevin Gallagher. The Crescent City posts a rate of 52 murders per 100,000 persons, higher than St. Louis, Chicago, or even New York. Rafael Goyeneche with the Metropolitan Crime Commission says that data is from a year ago and doesn't reflect the city's current murder rate. Which as of Monday was 208. He says killings just keep going upward. To the point that homicides are up 142% since 2019. He lays the blame on City Hall and the DA, who he feels have turned their backs on public safety. I'm Kevin Gallagher. Well, September is Suicide Prevention Awareness Month, and national experts are sounding the alarm. Amy Wimpley-Knight, president of the Children's Hospital Association, says the most recent numbers show a 31% increase in hospital admissions for children and teens and a frightening increase in suicide rates. Now, Senator Bill Cassidy says a new report shows the veteran suicide rate has actually fallen nearly 10% from 2018 to 2020. The Senate recently passed his Solid Start Act in support of veterans' mental health. Cassidy says most suicides among veterans happens within six months after getting out of the service. Veterans in crisis should dial 988, then press 1 to be connected with the Veterans Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. Cassidy is also working to reauthorize federal funding for youth mental health care. Well, speaking of Senator Cassidy, well, Democrats, they're blowing their stacks over Republican governors sending illegal immigrants to Martha's Vineyard but the senator says the move was a great wake-up call for liberals about border security. The senator says, for too many, the flood of illegals across the open southern border is not a problem they can see or feel. The delivery of illegals to the northern elite conclave changes that. In terms of actually making people in other states confront the reality of what's happening at our southern border, when there seems to be no other way to get them to confront that reality, I think is a good idea. Cassidy says it's disingenuous of Democrats to rail on Florida Governor Ron DeSantis for sending two airline flights of illegals, uh, just over 50, to Martha's Vineyard when the Biden administration is guilty of the same thing on a grander scale. The Biden administration, by the way, dropped off several busloads of migrants in Shreveport with no heads up. So it's not like this isn't happening. Cassidy says the White House has been flying migrants from the border to America's large and smaller towns for months, often in the dead of night. 
Cassidy says southern and border states have been pleading with Washington to get illegal immigration under control, but no one is listening. He says dropping unwelcome illegals across among the country's richest sends a clear message. We've got to have some sort of integrity. And if the only way to make national politicians wake up to it is to bring it to them, well, then, by the way, maybe that's the only way to do it. Well, speaking of the Senate, Luke Mixon releases his first TV ad for U.S. Senate as he challenges incumbent John Kennedy. The Democrat says he supports codifying Roe v. Wade because Republican support of abortion bans is forcing rape victims to give birth. Meanwhile, Kennedy has unveiled his second TV campaign ad, highlighting his votes to cut taxes, increase paychecks, fight crime, and stand up to Chinese influence. The election is November the 8th. Lucille Freeman Babineau, the mother of former Governor Kathleen Blanco, has died at the age of 102. Babineau was born in 1919 in New Iberia and had seven children of her own. She was the matriarch of a family of 105 and was with her daughter Kathleen every day when she got sick and died in 2019. Cajuns coach Michael Desermo says he'll continue to use the same rotation at quarterback for this Saturday's Sunbelt opener at ULM. Chandler Fields and Ben Woldridge combined to throw for 102 yards and a loss to Rice on Saturday. Fields is the starter and Woldridge is playing every third series or so. After another impressive outing against Mississippi State, Malik Neighbors is LSU's leading receiver with 14 catches for 199 yards and a touchdown. Neighbors muffed two crucial punts in the season opener versus Florida State, but has bounced back with strong showings in the last three games, especially on third and fourth downs. Coach Brian Kelly admires the young wideouts' resilience. He's been able to focus and refocus. He's been able to, you know, move on to the next play, and and that is a, a great quality to have, uh, especially in the game of football. You're look, the, you're you're going to have some adversity, and and he's had it. Uh, he's dealt with it, and, and he's moved on, and he's stronger for it. LSU's special team struggles have been the story of their season so far, and Coach Brian Kelly says the kicking is at fault for lackluster kickoff coverage that nearly cost LSU the game against Mississippi State. Regardless of these early setbacks, Kelly has no plans to make a switch as of yet, but wants to keep all options open. We're not going to say there's never competition at the position. If we feel like, you know, we need to make a change in a particular area, for example, we got to change kickoffs versus field goals, extra point, we'll consider all of those things for the betterment of the football team. Mostly sunny skies across Acadiana today. Those temperatures are going to be sitting up in the mid-90s. We'll probably hit about 95 degrees by the end of the day today. Very light breeze coming out of the northeast, probably about 5 to 10 miles an hour. Not a whole lot of air movement, but maybe just enough. Lows tonight are going to be getting down into the lower 70s. Temperatures are going to peak tomorrow. It'll be a couple degrees warmer. Does look a little bit better, though, as we get towards the weekend. Still going to be hot, plenty of sunshine, and then the next front is expected to come through Monday night, early Tuesday morning. I think we do get a pretty decent cool down on the way for next week. A lot of drier air as well. We're really going to feel that in the evenings. There's some rumblings down in the tropics. I think that areas along the Gulf of Mexico certainly need to start paying attention to. We are a ways away from that forecast kind of playing out, so there's still a lot of uncertainty, and you can read a lot more about that over at KTC.com. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Okay, dads, it's time to do the Cabbage Patch, the Running Man, or something more contemporary, the Floss. That's right. Dance like a dad with your kids. Learn more at fatherhood.gov. Sponsored by Ad Council. 
News Talk 96.5. KPL. Right now, traffic. And the good news on traffic. No crashes, no breakdowns. Of course, school zones will start a little bit later on this morning. But today's the middle of the week and there's an in-service day today. So just keep that in mind because sometimes the lights will still flash. Or, you know, people may not know that, so they might slow down. Just be patient, please, with everyone out there. Try to put a big old smile on your face. Kelly Morvant Photography, headshots, commercial, portrait, drone, and pictures. Call 337-962-5432 or online at kellysheadshots.com. Kelly Morvant Photography. Coming up now on 618. Good morning, Acadiana. You're listening to Acadiana's Morning News. Bernadette Lee, Brandon Como, the Killer Bees are on the job again (laughs) for you this morning. Killer Bee number one, Brandon, good morning. Good morning, Bernie. Uh, We have a a killer, not a bee, (laughs) but a killer pope. Wait, that sounds wrong. That doesn't say. It doesn't uh, sound right. Mark. I can I can live with that. That's, uh, I know, you know it's kind of fun in a way, isn't it? Yeah. Mark? I got three stooges in the studio. I think that fits us beautifully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think you're right on to something. So uh, we're going to talk to Mark coming up in just a couple of minutes because Mark was there at the meeting of the uh, Lafayette City Council and the Lafayette Parish Councils, but then the city voting for the investigation money. We'll explain more coming up. Do want to let you know in Lafayette, they are having an in-service day for students of Lafayette Parish schools. So you're not going to have school zones. But some of those little flashing lights that come along with the slower speed limit signs in school zones, mm-hmm. you might still see them flashing. No school today. But you should just know that, you know, in case you're always driving through one of those zones. Either way, mm-hmm. just buckle up and be patient. You know, I, I I know it's frustrating when somebody gets in front of you and they're driving slower, but we'll live. It's been frustrating driving on Ambassador Caffrey, Ugh. like I was talking about yesterday with the trooper. Ooh. I mean that 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 light flashing uh, yellow, it just it's. And I get it. People are also stopping because they're letting the traffic that's coming in from Walmart, sure, yeah, on, you know, onto uh, the area. But I I don't I don't I don't get it. It's a frustrating. I think I would be uh, frustrated with that as well. You know, when stuff like that happens, it might not be a bad idea for, I don't know, local government mm-hmm. or the people in charge of the project to maybe put a reminder sign. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously, right? Yeah. I'm not like poking fun or no, being mean or anything, but it might not be a bad idea. Yeah. You know, because you come to that inter- and you're like, wait a minute, what is going on here? I mean, it's, it's a big difference. It's Ooh. changed the way traffic flows in that area. Indeed. Mm-hmm. It is a little weird, isn't it? Yeah. Um, it is a big old Wednesday morning, so we will have on this Wednesday mentioned our discussion with Mark Pope. That's coming up in just a couple of minutes. We will have for Winging It Wednesday. We're doing something a little bit different today. Stephen Hanwork will be our guest, so you better get ready with the phone lines, right? Here's our number, 232-1542. And you don't even have to remember all those numbers. Just go download the KPL app, which is free. Then you can hit the phone icon. And you can agree, disagree. Just remember, 
you know, polite conversation. Mm -hmm. If you vehemently disagree, you know, because we're all human beings. So Stephen will be in here from seven to eight. So that is going to be a lot of fun. And then, gee, there might be an election that's going on. We do have some local races. And so uh, we're going to be talking a little bit later on this morning with Broussard Mayor Ray Bork. And we'll talk a little bit about uh, the reelection campaign that Gaska has going on. And we'll find out a little bit more about uh, accomplishments, but then also what the future holds, other things that he would like to accomplish. So all of that and more, your Cartridge World trivia on the way. Broussard Poche presents the topic train, a lot of topics in that this morning. And so we've got a whole host of things. It is your Wednesday, guys. We made it. To the middle of the week. Yes. I think that Thank deserves applause. Yes. We made it. An applause and a... And some bell action. <laughs> I'm loving it. Yes. All right. He's sitting in the wings. He's waiting. The killer Pope. Okay. I'm not going to say it again, Mark. I don't want to make people mad. It is coming up on 622 on Acadiana's Morning News. We'll talk counsel on the way. Implicit bias. We like it because, well, we like it. We take pride in Catholic conservative guy stuff. So this Saturday from 10 a.m. to noon, grab a weekly whiskey and see if your implicit bias aligns with ours. Implicit Bias, Saturdays, 10 a.m., News Talk 96.5 KPL. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the KPL News app. Now the headline. All right, that's it. It's official. We're taking this computer and throwing <laughs> it out in the middle of the street. It is coming up on 623 on Acadiana's Morning News. Mark Pope joining us at the council meeting last night. And uh, all right, Mark, first off, good morning. Hey, good morning. Good morning, sir. And uh, thanks for visiting the council and checking it all out. Mm-hmm. If yes. you would not mind, I know you've kind of summarized a little bit. So if you would give us a little bit of that summary and then you can get into the meat and all of the stuff behind it for us. Okay, so the summary deals with what is at stake here? And at stake was a vote last night. We'll talk about that shortly, but you wanted the background first. The vote was, should Josh Guillory be investigated? It's pertaining to 18 questions, and those questions pertain to, this is generally speaking, to contracts and money expended uh, by the Guillory administration, predominantly for drainage projects. Mm-hmm. So... It, it, it's, it's, a, it's a mixed bag. It's really convoluted. If you were to fully understand where did the money come from for these contracts, uh, to whom did it go, uh, you would need to understand account numbers. You would need a, a key, if you will. Mm-hmm. What account number uh, paid for this? What was the revenue source where the money was derived from? There are a lot of unanswered questions that you cannot get from a spreadsheet. But here's here's the summary of the of the eighteen questions. There are three projects that are part of the Bayou Vermilion Flood Control Project, mm-hmm. and those projects are the Lake Farm Retention Pond. That a recent ruling from the Third Circuit Court of Appeals in Lake Charles overturned a ruling by the Fifteenth Judicial District. They were the the uh, family sued the Guillory administration and Lafayette Consolidated Government. The Third Circuit ruling by a three-judge panel in Lake Charles stated that Lafayette Consolidated Government did not act in bad faith nor arbitrarily and capriciously 
in expropriating private property to build the retention pond, hence Lake War, Lake Farm as it's called, and LCG declared that property and that project a public necessity. So that's ruling number one in favor of the Gillery administration. Project number two, which is tied up in the court system, Homewood Retention Pond. That is pending an appeal after a judge in the 15th Judicial District ruled that LCG proved public necessity for the retention pond at Homewood, but expropriated the property without the property without following proper procedure. So one item decided in the courts, one pending, and then, of course, there's the spoil banks issue. Mm-hmm. Removing the spoil banks from the St. Martin Parish side of the Vermilion River, this is a bit a bit convoluted, all right? Yeah, so right. on the U.S. Army or, uh, Corps of Engineers site, there is a public notice from April 2021 of Lafayette Consolidated Government requesting to remove spoil banks from the St. Martin Parish side of the Bayou Vermilion. Mm-hmm. The public notice notes that there is a 30-day public comment period, which can be extended. There are also 22 prerequisite determinations needed before the a permit is issued. For example, are there endangered species that will be disrupted by this project? Approval from the State Department of Environmental Quality is needed before a permit can be issued. Compliance with Federal Clean Water Act guidelines is necessary. Mm -hmm. There must be, it must be proven that no damage to any archaeological sites will happen. And that's just, remember, there are 22 determinations. Is there a disturbance of any wetlands? So I'm just giving you what is on the website. Uh, also, the Army Corps of Engineers did acknowledge in their statement that there is a benefit of bleeding off flood water at the confluence of the Bayou Vermilion and the Bayou Tartu Swamp, which is right where these spoil banks are. It's basically a levee that was created when the Army Corps of Engineers dredged the Vermilion River in the 1950s, and they put the spoil banks on the wrong side of the Vermilion, hence it cut off flow of floodwaters from the Vermilion into the Bayou Tartu Swamp, which, by the way, makes its way with to the Cypress Island Swamp. So, after the 2016 flood, Governor Edwards created the Louisiana Watershed Initiative to study watershed floodplain management, which this is, this Spall Banks project is, and... The governor said, develop procedures and build flood mitigation projects, which was the intention by Lafayette Consolidated Government. However, a permit was applied for. A permit was never issued. Mm. Those are the facts. So Mm -hmm. I I know it's a a convoluted ball of wax, but Mm -hmm. uh, you would really need, like I said, to fully understand all the account numbers. Where did the revenue come from? to pay for these projects. By the way, one contractor in general, rigid con, uh, constructors, that's question number one. How much was paid to rigid construction? Itemize the, I think they're, they're technically rigid uh, constructors is the name of the business. Itemize all the projects. $33 million, folks, to one, to one contractor. Mm-hmm. To one contractor. Right, right. I have them okay. here. I poured over the papers. 
that were part, because by the way, the Guillory administration did answer questions. The 18 questions, they did submit some answers. Let me give you an example. Here's one question pertaining to rigid constructors. This is from the questions. Rigid constructors won a third bid in December 2021. The 2021 LCG as needed excavation and disposal contract reporting by the current indicates that this contract was utilized by the administration to remove spoil banks from the Vermilion River on the St. Martin Parish side of the river. And the administration responded and quote, the administration has no authority to obligate or spend unbudgeted funds. Thus, all of the funds for these projects would have appeared as part of the original adopted budget or would have been amendments to the budget by ordinance approved by the councils. Additionally, the noted projects are part of a programmatic approach to lower water surface elevation of the Bayou Vermilion during significant rain events. And remember, the Gov- Governor Edwards authorized this project, if you will, to mitigate flooding after the 2016 flood. So I'm just giving you the facts here. I'm not jumping to any conclusions, but from my research going on the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers website, no permit was issued to Lafayette Consolidated Government to remove those spoil banks. So where does, so that turns out to be the case. being looked into. Yeah. So, but say that turns out to be the case. I mean, I'm not asking, I don't want to ask you to predict what's going on, but what, what can we expect to see next? I I really don't know, Brandon. I mean, if you, if you wanted to put a hypothetical Mm -hmm. list of what the, the reaction from the Army Corps of Engineers would be, it could be the, the proverbial slap on the wrist, you know, it's kind of a written reprimand, if you will. And, uh, it potentially could be a fine. Uh, I don't know that the Army Corps of Engineers, because they are acknowledging that there is a benefit to yeah. removing those spoil banks or that levy. So that's something that I've heard by people that know about what's going on. They're not necessarily in government, but they they know like what's happening behind with this behind the scenes and everything. And what the the common theme is, okay, this was something that was needed and it's something that's beneficial overall. But everything wasn't done in the most correct way. By the book, as By it were. By the book, as it were. By the yes. book. Okay, yeah. And the mayor has said right here in this studio, probably sitting in this chair, that I forget the gentleman's name, Mark Wingate, I believe. I'm, I'm throw, I know it's Mark. I think I've got that right. Mm-hmm. He was an engineer back in the 90s. And according to the mayor, he acknowledged that those spoil banks were improperly put on the St. Martin Paris side, and it mm-hmm. cut off that water, flood water, from bleeding off into the Bayou Tartu Swamp. Mm-hmm. Now, just because an engineer said, yes, it was done improperly, that does not negate having to go through the procedures right. to get a permit to get the work done. So there there are a lot of moving parts here. And the, the third part that I was uh, mentioning, Brandon, that uh, pertaining to your question... I guess the Army Corps of Engineers could say reverse the work because mm. a lot of work has already taken place wow. with re, with moving those spoil banks, that earthen material, as they call it, moving it from the St. Martin Parish side over to the Lafayette Parish side. But it, but that's but that's that's a, a crazy thing to wrap your head around. If they do say reverse the work, 
even if the work was supposed to, like, okay, even if the work is good and it's beneficial because it wasn't done in the proper procedure and mm. they're still trying to figure that out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The, they're trying to figure that out. Mm. They could come back and say, hey, reverse it. Well, uh, you, you are correct. We're, we're kind of, uh, hypothesizing yeah. here uh and and so we are not engineers in the no. room but okay no. and yeah. that is all very true yeah none of us are engineers and none of the council members are engineers right none of us are lawyers mm-hmm. and to my knowledge okay let's see here uh <laughs> any of the council members lawyers. andy Naka, uh is not a council member nanette cook no. liz Bear, not not uh lawyers so, but we also have to remember as part of this whole conversation that the council members did vote to approve these projects. Mm, so is there is that side of it too. So it's kind of like it's all coming full circle in the sense that, okay, they had the information before them and presented to them and they did vote for all of these projects. Mm-hmm. So when that was going on, perhaps more questions should have been asked. Mm-hmm. Then Josh Guillory said repeatedly when the 18 questions were put together mm-hmm. by a couple of the council members, Mr. Guillory said on several occasions on Lafayette Live, well, then if they want to investigate, they should investigate. Mm-hmm. So now it's coming full circle. Mm-hmm. So where does it leave us all, I guess, in a waiting position to see? Yeah. Because the answer to the 18 questions did come to this, come to the council this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it will be, Nanette Cook said last night, it will be submitted to uh, the folks that are that will be looking into everything for this investigation. Um, and, and we keep talking about the 18 questions. Help me mm-hmm. out. Who formulated the 18 questions? It, Nanette, uh, Cook. Nanette Cook and Glenn oh, Lazar. Okay, the, yeah, and the in here, remember when I read something from the, the administration's response to one of the 18 questions, the word, the current was in there. We know that's an electronic publication. Yes. Mm-hmm. The current, the name, the current mm-hmm. is also in these questions. But these questions were submitted by chair, yes. chairperson, of Nanette Cook, the and Glenn Lazard. I think uh, Mr. Lazard may be the vice chair vice for chair. the city council. Yeah, okay. Now, let me comment on something. Bernie made an excellent observation, uh, oversight by the council. These projects, but remember that one of the things being questioned is rigid constructors. Mm-hmm. They have three mm-hmm. contracts, three contracts. Number one, Bayou Vermilion flood control improvements. That is multiple projects. Mm -hmm. Contract number two between LCG and rigid constructors. Mm -hmm. Request for qualifications for construction management at risk projects, or CMAR. Don't ask me to define that. Okay, and that particular contract does not require LCG to take the lowest bidder. Mm-hmm. And that it was used, that contract was mm-hmm. removed to use the spoil banks. Hence, rigid constructors working on their second contract, third contract with between LCG and rigid constructors, as needed excavation and disposal contract. So in other words, what do you do with that earthen material? There also in the listing, there was some vegetation that was disposed of when the environmental division of Lafayette mm-hmm. Consolidated Government removed massive amounts of vegetation mm-hmm. or plants, folks. 
not vegetables, <laughs> but plants. So, look, it's a mixed ball of wax. Going back to Bernie's comment, oversight by the council, I'm going to do some opinion here. I've given you an objective report. The opinion, however, yeah. is not mine. Right. And what the opinion state, it's the opinion of people with experience and knowledge of the inner workings of Lafayette Consolidated Government. I learned this when I was running for city council and when I served on the Protect the City Committee. Mm -hmm. The individuals are, examples, George Lewis, longtime auditor, City of Lafayette, uh -huh. John Warner Smith, mm -hmm. Chief Administrative Officer, Lafayette Parish Government, Glenn Weber, decades was yep. Chief Administrative Officer for City of Lafayette, decades of experience in government, and multiple former city council members and city parish council members. Uh -huh. And the opinion I got from them, there is a lack of oversight and checks and balances by the councils in approving and overseeing contracts. So the bottom, and why is that? Well, one of the reasons if that lack of oversight and checks and balances was there, why was it not corrected with fix the charter? It was not corrected. So the bottom line, even though the council approved an as-needed excavation and disposal contract, they did not approve each and every project. So there's some gray area here, and I'm not pointing fingers, and I'm not assigning blame in right. making that, but I gave the reasons that I just made the statement that there is a lack of oversight and checks and balances pertaining to contracts by the city council and maybe by the parish council. The city council is the the, the council, if you will, that's front and center. That's what we're focusing on because they have instigated or originated, if you will, this investigation. So wow. we'll, talk we about, we'll talk about lack of oversight. I mean, they, were they more specific about who needs to of who pro providing needs to provide? It, the oversight? it needs to be specified in the charter yeah. is what uh, Mr. So. Lewis right. and others uh, told mm -hmm. me. Yeah. And in fact, George Lewis was very instructive. I felt like I was back in the college classroom. <laughs> Mr. Lewis had his papers all laid out when I when I scheduled a meeting with him. And man, he he gave me a lesson yeah. in uh, governmental contracts. Mm. And it was it was really, really fascinating. And you know me, I take notes. I take notes all the time. I'm always uh -huh. scribbling that pen. Yeah. So we didn't even talk about the council meeting last night. Let me do a quick summary, if, yes. if I could, mm -hmm. folks. Yeah. Because, okay, the vote was unanimous, five to nothing. Five yeah. city council members voted yes, $100,000 to investigate city parish president Josh Guillory. All right, wow. there were three speakers. They were all emotional in their own right. The first speaker went up and said she was very emotional, and she said, this is my last council meter meeting. Ooh. She's lost faith in the government. Mm -hmm. She said toward the end, you're a cool guy, Mr. Guillory, but you know taking that property, you know if it were your property, you would not like for, it, like for that to have happened. And so she was very emotional. I'm not sure she even used all of her three minutes. She went and sat down. Next speaker, Mr. Um, Jeff Daly with the current. Uh -huh. I'm telling you that man speaks fast. I mm, tried to mm. take multiple. I tried to write down everything mm. he said. It was impossible. I mean, he was going a thousand miles an hour. Here are some of the things he said. 
Mayor President, I wish we I wish we uh, had trust and faith in our government. There is no transparency. You lied about the Homewood Pond stormwater management plan. Uh, Cooley Ildecon Pond and city money was city money illegally spent on that uh, project outside of the city of Lafayette. We have no idea, Mr. Daly said. He was up at the podium speaking. We have no idea how much money was spent on projects that don't improve drainage. Money was spent on an audit. And he said, it's very rich that you're saying $100,000 will be a waste of taxpayer money. Isn't it rich that you're saying that when you've allocated $77,000 to audit the city court? Which is an excellent point. Yes. Right? That's an excellent point made by Mr. Daly. But I also want to go back to the point that I am also frustrated. And I'm just throwing this out there. I think the council should have been paying a little more attention also with all of this. That's why they're in that position. Absolutely. Voted to that position mm-hmm. by the people. I'm glad the investigation's going on, though, mm-hmm. because these these documents are extensive. They seem in part sometimes to contradict one another. And we need to have answers. We need to know, OK, what happened? How much money? Etc. Well, but, but back to the council, this gives the appearance that, well, they went and approved it and they thought, wait a minute, there's well, some things all, not right. Oh, right. now it's all his fault. See, and that I, I think is what bothers me. Yeah. It's not his fault, their fault. It's everyone's fault. But that's what As a community, usually politicians do. They throw each other yes, under the bus. They throw each other, uh, each other under the bus. And I think a little mea culpa by the five city council members might be in order here, too, to say, well, maybe we didn't do our due diligence mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, I think so, Bernie. But I, I think also that a change. All the questions are fair. Right. That the charter needs yes. to be looked at. I agree. In, say, in refixing the charter, a at least times make, over. make that amendment that gives more oversight and, and checks I and balances. And I know we were in the middle of a pandemic. But why are we not? Why from the beginning were council members not working on different areas after fix the charter? Mm-hmm. You know, looking at different areas. Yeah, you can't throw the baby out with the bathwater, right? Mm-hmm. But are there not things that can't be tweaked? Like, what do they do? Do I, I, I'm glad we're having this investigation. Mm-hmm. I think the questions need to be answered. But I also think people need to also focus on the fact that maybe the council members could have also done a better job and gotten to this sooner, too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, now, they may say that they were all working in good faith. Mm-hmm. You know, they're looking at documents presented by LCG. I certainly understand that as well. Because mm-hmm. as a council member, you are presented with all of this information. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. And I think that's a huge part of hopefully what this investigation mm-hmm. will give us. Was the information correct? Mm-hmm. Or was it presented in a way that could have appeared correct but it was not done correctly Mm -hmm. so i have frustrations on all sides yeah yeah. let me say something based on what the mayor said and uh look i've I've stayed away from opinion Mm -hmm. i'm going to this is somewhat of an opinion okay based on what the mayor has said he has said that we've got council members who are calling for this who only put in Three, what did he say? Three three hours a month, I believe, is what he said. Three hours. I mean, there's two council meetings a month. Mm-hmm. So and that's not fair. 
We do not know. Did each of these council members sign an affidavit stating how much time they put in? I'm telling you, when you get an agenda and there's a 30-item agenda, you're supporting documentation. I've seen it from my 27 years in government. I've seen these booklets. They get a booklet. Council members get a booklet each week for each council uh, meeting. It's minimum two inches thick, two to four inches thick of supporting documentation for each and every uh, agenda item. Now, some of those items are easy. It's a transfer of money, and there may be there may be ten pages of memos, and there may be a spreadsheet looking at. And I don't know that you need to pour through all of that and read every page and understand every word there because it's simply a procedural thing. But when it comes down to issues like thirty three million dollars worth of contractual work. Those are the kind of things that need to be examined. So the point being, we don't know how much time city council members are putting in Mm -hmm. to studying and studying the items Mm -hmm. that they're voting on that decide the path and the future of our city and our parish. And vice versa. We also don't know how much LCG and the administration spent with their time and the resources allotted as well. I just think it also needs to be a big full circle on all of this. I'm glad this investigation is happening because if things were done inappropriately, we sure need to know about that. But let's not forget these council members. I just want to put and I'm not throwing anybody under the bus. I'm just saying it's fair, Bernie. It's fair. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's Mm -hmm. fair, too. Um, And, you know, the administration, when Glenn Lazard and Nanette Cook put the 18 questions together, I realized they were in the middle of the budget process at LCG. They should have answered those questions, though. They should have answered those questions. Yeah, I mean, those folks make a nice salary. I mean, the the folks, and I know they're working hard, and they may have been working weekends on the budget because the budget process is quite it's complicated. It's exhausting and big. It's and, exhausting. Yeah, that's part and, of the job that you run for. Mm-hmm. Yes, it, and, that's a public service. Right. Um and the answers were long when the answers came and they were given to the council members this week. The answers were extensive and long. Um, but the question is, are some contradictory? And why not present that document again when the questions were raised? Yeah. yeah. And and the questions should have been raised mm-hmm. earlier, mm-hmm. especially when the council members were approving mm-hmm. certain aspects of these projects too. I believe this this response from the administration came out what just was it this week or was it late last week? Maybe it might have been late last week. May have been Friday, which mm-hmm. those are, that's the day that a lot of information released to the media kind of whoop because right. it's Friday. Sure. Yeah. So whether intentional or not, but anyway, it is something we need to watch. Uh, and uh, we will see. Uh, this will happen. People are saying, what's the timeline? Yes. Two months, ask, three yeah. months? I don't know. Well, I would the, say what's minimum ninety nine uh, three month, three to six months. Okay, what's the next step? Uh, the next step is, I, I don't know who they're going to hire. Is the contract written for this investigation? You're going to need a lawyer. We have Burton Calder, who, by the way, is our public auditor that's mm-hmm. hired by the city council, mm-hmm. and I believe, and the parish council. And Mr. Colder's firm, uh, CPA firm, does an excellent, uh, they do an excellent job. But are they going to get an outside auditor? You're going to need an attorney. What does state law say? What does the LCG charter say? Was the charter and state law followed? Then you're going to need an auditor. Were all payments properly? Was everything done? Was everything uh, done correctly? So I don't know. You're going you're gonna to need the people 
the lawyer and the auditor, the outside auditor, to come in and get acquainted, and it's going to be there. I think there's going to be depositions. I've got one more oh, question yeah. for you. This is purely your opinion before we go to the phone lines. Uh, as someone who worked in city government for over 20 years, is the is it as much of a mess right now as it appears to be? <clears throat> I'll, I'll tell you, Mr. Guillory works at warp speed. Yeah. You can say that's to his credit or that's to his detriment. Uh, so uh, I think that has a lot to do with what we're looking at right here. Uh, people questioning these projects. And once again, said it way back when uh, in this interview, $33 million to one contractor is a heck of a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so was anything untoward done with mm -hmm. rigid constructors? We've got I'm just that. asking got, that question. There's nothing wrong with asking that question. I so, think every single person in our community deserves an answer to that question. Right. We've asked it repeatedly on the air. We've asked it repeatedly during Lafayette Live. So, yes, it deserves an answer, and the audit and investigation mm -hmm. will hopefully give us an answer. Final statement to Brandon. I didn't. I, I have to answer the question. I, I don't like the political dodge when people mm -hmm. don't answer a question. Uh -huh. You said, does it look, I think you said, does it look more chaotic mm -hmm. than it ever has in my 27 years as a government employee? And I would say no. Mm -hmm. I have never seen so many questions I'm not going to go so far as to call it chaos because it is projects that are happening to mitigate flooding to a large degree. And so, uh, again, I'm not an engineer. I'm not out there on every project site. But, uh, yes, there are more questions than I have ever seen in my entire life, that 27-year government career included. It is coming up now on 651. We have time for one comment, and then we're going to have to take a break. Hi, you have called KDNS Morning News. Go ahead. Uh, yes, a quick traffic update. There's Great. an overturned 18-wheeler wow. on I-10, mile marker 114 westbound. Westbound, 114, overturned 18-wheeler. Are you there in that area? I uh, just passed it. The lanes are open, but they're fixing to start recovery, so I'm sure they're going to shut it down. Okay. We appreciate the help. Thank you so much. You're welcome. All right. Be safe out there. All right, guys. Ooh, I-10 westbound, mile marker 114. That's right before you get on the Basin Bridge. So, uh, yes, the recovery will probably mean that they uh, are going to have to bring in something to get that uh, truck taken away. So could be some lane closures. Keep looking at social media, and we'll talk to you here as well to let you know what is going on. Mark, thank you for your report. Yeah, Appreciate thank you, you. Indeed, you're welcome. And uh, we've got on the way this morning, Kim Commando's Computer Minute, Fox Business Report, all of it on the way. Drought, war, and rising food prices have devastated families in poverty. $50 provides a food kit to feed a family for a month. Just text the word radio to 97646. Apple's new iOS 16. iPhone users will soon be able to buy now and pay later. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. Post a job for free and find qualified candidates quickly at linkedin.com slash Kim. It's called Apple Pay Later. Your iPhone's digital wallet will soon include an option to buy items priced between $25 and $1,000 and pay them off in installments spread over six weeks. No interest, no fees. But you can only use your debit card, so payments will automatically be deducted from your bank account. Miss a payment, and your bank could charge you an overdraft fee. Plus, Apple can quickly revoke future Pay Later privileges. Apple's entering a business already mapped out by apps such as Affirm, Klarna, and Afterpay. Gen Zers love these apps and look for Amazon to quickly follow. 
As we enter what may be a very deep recession, pay later schemes keep impulse buying going strong, at least for a while. Get my new daily 30-minute podcast for more tech news and tech know-how. It's called Kim Commando Today. I'm WCBS 880's digital pro, Kim Commando. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Add your job in the purple hashtag hiring to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's Small Biz LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates worth interviewing. Did you know every nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Kim. That's linkedin.com slash Kim to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. The address again, linkedin.com slash Kim, linkedin.com. The Fox Business Report is brought to you by Gulf Coast Bank, your local community bank. Whether your financial needs are for an individual, a business, or for the whole family, Gulf Coast Bank has the knowledge and products to serve you best. With nine convenient locations throughout Acadiana, you're never far from a friendly Gulf Coast Bank associate. I'm Connell McShane. This is the Fox Business Report. Today is the day the Federal Reserve is expected to raise interest rates. Most economists believe there will be a three-quarters of a percent increase, though some are speculating it could be a full percent. Higher interest rates are expected to push inflation lower. Consumer prices in the year ending in August were up 8.3 percent. Elon Musk's Texas company is now planning to build humanoid robots known as TeslaBot or Optimus within its factories. Tesla is unveiling a prototype at its Artificial Intelligence Day on September 30th. Gap share higher, though it is eliminating 500 corporate jobs. It's looking to reduce expenses as it faces declining sales and profits. The cuts are mainly at Gap's main offices in San Francisco and New York. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosola. Invested in you. Hi, I'm Lisa Booth for Bish Gold Group. Are you worried financial future as retirement gets closer? All over the country, soon-to-be retirees are fearing for their financial future as markets remain volatile. Bishop Gold Group helps you invest in gold and gold IRAs to protect your wealth and retirement during times of high inflation and wild swings in the market. Secure your future today. Contact Bishop Gold Grilling pound 250 from a mobile phone and say the keyword Bishop Gold or visit bishopgoldgroup.com. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Anthony, Fox News leader Vladimir Putin hints at that option in Ukraine, where a counteroffensive has driven Russian forces back as Ukrainian troops retake and liberate some areas. And those who try to blackmail us with nuclear weapons should know that the prevailing winds can also blow in their direction. Now Putin has also called for a partial mobilization of Russian reserves, which could give him an additional 300,000 soldiers. President Biden may react to all that later this morning, addressing the United Nations General Assembly. Among other things, he'll offer a firm rebuke of Russia's unjust war in Ukraine and make a call to the world to continue 
to stand against the naked aggression that we've seen these past several months. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan. Hurricane Fiona's fury now a Category 4. 130-mile-an-hour wind. It's taking a sharp turn north and east, so it is not forecast to hit the U.S. Fiona blamed for six deaths in the Caribbean, some in Puerto Rico. 80% of the American territory still has no electricity. The most important question is how long will the island be without access to its critical resources, energy and water, things that people need to survive. There are so many that are relying on generators to get by at this point after all the wind and the floodwater sent power lines crashing down some into an absolute fiery explosion. Fox Weather's Nicole Valdez in Puerto Rico. The House will vote today on a bill born out of former President Trump's attempts to overturn the 2020 election of the Capitol riot. An overhaul of the 1800s era Electoral Count Act. Congressman Pete Aguilar says failure is not an option. We've got a put a piece of reform on the president's desk. Uh, we've got to protect democracy. So the bill would make it harder for lawmakers to object to a state's electoral votes and require court approval. House Republicans object say it infringes on state rights. There will be a memorial service today for Britain's Queen Elizabeth at Washington's National Cathedral two days after her funeral in London, attended by the Queen of Denmark, who just tested positive for COVID. America's listening to Fox News. Every search you make, every click you take, they'll be watching you. Are you tired of being tracked online? There's a simple solution. DuckDuckGo. It's an all-in-one privacy app with a built-in private search engine, web browser, one-click data clearing, email protection, and more. All for free. Download the app today and get the most comprehensive privacy protection with the push of a button. DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. What you've heard about probiotics is probably wrong. I eat yogurt, so I don't need to take a probiotic. Probiotics? They don't really work. It's time to learn the truth about probiotics and join the Align Healthy Gut Team Up. Align has probiotics to naturally help relieve occasional bloating, gas, and abdominal discomfort. Try Align Probiotics for a month and see how great a healthy gut can feel. Get $2 off your first month of Align at AlignProbiotics.com. While House Democrats try to revamp presidential election certifications, Senate Democrats have a bill to further regulate political fundraising. President Biden says Congress should pass the Disclose Act legislation that would require super PACs and other political organizations to make public donors who contribute $10,000 or more. There's much too much money that flows in the shadows to influence our elections. It's called dark money. It's hidden. The president says those kinds of political contributions erode public trust. The Senate is expected to vote on the Disclose Act this week, though it's unlikely to overcome a filibuster with many Republicans and some civil liberty groups opposed. At the White House, Jared Halpern, Fox News. The FDA has done a review of what went wrong leading to that baby formula shortage earlier this year after a production shutdown at an Abbott facility over contamination. The FDA says delays in processing a whistleblower complaint and test samples from the country's largest infant formula factory are part of what slowed down the agency's response to the baby formula. Formula shortage. The new 10-page report by the FDA is the first formal account of what caused the shortage, which left the U.S. scrambling to airlift millions of pounds of formula from other countries. The report also outlines certain problems like outdated data sharing systems, inadequate food inspector staffing and training, and lack of information on formula supply chains. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. Another big interest rate hike is expected today as the Federal Reserve keeps trying to reduce inflation. The price of gas has inched up for the first time. Time in 99 days after the record high in June. In baseball. Drill deep to left field. 
Astros, number 60. Aaron Judge tied Babe Ruth with that home run on yes, putting him just one shy of Roger Maris' American League record for homers in a season. Judge also helped power a ninth-inning comeback win for the New York Yankees over Pittsburgh. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Attention, Raging Cajuns fans. You could win a tailgating party for 50 at the Cajuns Homecoming Game from Fizo Seafood Steakhouse Oyster Bar and Catering. This includes the use of a giant tent, tables, chairs, and plenty of food and drinks. UL Athletics is providing 50 game tickets and the prime tailgate spot. Download the KPL News app and enter your information for your chance to win. The contest will end on September 23rd at 10 a.m., and a winner will be chosen to receive the grand prize and notified that day. The UL Homecoming game happens on Saturday, October the 1st, so be sure to wear red, enter via the KPL News app, and get ready to tailgate with Fizo Seafood, Steakhouse, Oyster Bar, and Catering. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the KPL News app. Now the headlines from the KPL News Center. 71 degrees as the sun rises here at the KPL News Center. Your complete forecast is coming up. For KPL News, I'm Brandon Como. Taking a look at our top stories this morning here in Lafayette. A man is dead after police responded to the 400 block of Marigold Loop to find him suffering from multiple gunshot wounds. Officers say the black male was in the driver's seat of his vehicle when they found him. Call Lafayette Police or Crime Stoppers if you have any information. In other news across our state, well, Louisiana ranks fifth in the nation for the rate of women murdered by men. That's according to the Violence Policy Center's 2020 data. Whitney Thomas has more. VCP spokesperson Kristen Rand says 98% of women are killed by someone they know. Women's risk of homicide is not related to strangers, but they have a much higher risk from people that they know. Rand says lawmakers should focus on providing better resources. Helping people who need a protective order understand the legal process and have some assistance in that regard. I'm Whitney Thomas. The restaurant where a murdered LSU student Ali Rice worked is offering a reward for her killer. Staff at the shed on Burbank Drive told WBRZ in Baton Rouge it plans to give $10,000 to anyone whose tip ultimately leads to a conviction in Rice's killing. Rice was gunned down in her, S- in, her, in her SUV while stuck in traffic at a railroad crossing last week. Fox News reports new violent crime data shows New Orleans is now officially the murder capital of the U.S. Here's more from Kevin Gallagher. The Crescent City posts a rate of 52 murders per 100,000 persons, higher than St. Louis, Chicago, or even New York. Raphael Goyanechi with the Metropolitan Crime Commission says that data is from a year ago and doesn't reflect the city's current murder rate. Which as of Monday was 208. He says killings just keep going upward. To the point that homicides are up 142% since 2019. He lays the blame on City Hall and the DA, who he feels have turned their backs on public safety. I'm Kevin Gallagher. Democrats are blowing their stacks over Republican governors sending illegal immigrants to Martha's Vineyard, but Senator Bill Cassidy says the move was a great wake-up call for liberals about border security. The senator says, for too many, the flood of illegals across the open southern border is not a problem that they can see or feel. The delivery of illegals to the northern elite conclave changes that. In terms of actually making people in other states confront the reality of what's happening at our southern border, when there seems to be no other way to get them to confront that reality, I think is a good idea. Cassidy says it's disingenuous of Democrats to rail on Florida Governor Ron DeSantis for sending two airline flights of illegals to Martha's Vineyard. 
when the Biden administration is guilty of the same thing on a grander scale. The Biden administration, by the way, dropped off several busloads of migrants in Shreveport with no heads up. So it's not like this isn't happening. Cassidy says the White House has been flying migrants from the border to America's large and smaller towns for months, often in the dead of night. Cassidy says southern and border states have been pleading with Washington to get illegal immigration under control, but no one is listening. He says dropping unwelcome illegals among the country's richest sends a clear message. We've got to have some sort of integrity. And if the only way to make national politicians wake up to it is to bring it to them, well, then, by the way, maybe that's the only way to do it. So September is Suicide Prevention Awareness Month, and national experts are sounding the alarm. Now, Senator Bill Cassidy uh, is pointing to a new report that shows the veteran suicide rate actually falling nearly 10 percent from 2018 to 2020. The Senate recently passed his Solid Start Act in support of veterans' mental health. He says most suicides among veterans happens within six months after getting out of the service. Veterans in crisis should dial 988, then press 1 to be connected with the Veterans Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. Now, Cassidy is also working to reauthorize federal funding for youth mental health care. Amy Wimpley Knight, president of the Children's Hospital Association, says the most recent numbers show a 31% increase in hospital admissions for children and teens and a frightening increase in suicide rates. Moving on now to other more lighthearted news. Downtown Ruston is a semifinalist for the 2023 Great American Main Street Award. Candidates are chosen for use of their Main Street to lead community-based transformation strategies, revitalizing these areas. Ruston officials hope to win later this year, but say just being recognized as a contender is an honor. In sad news, Lucille Freeman Babineau, the mother of former Governor Kathleen Blanco, has died at the age of 102. Babineau was born in 1919 in New Iberia and had seven children of her own. She was the matriarch of a family of 105 and was with her daughter, Kathleen, every day when she got sick and died in 2019. The National Hurricane Center is monitoring a tropical wave that's moving towards the Caribbean and a tropical depression that's likely to form within the next few days. State climatologist Barry Kahn says forecast models show this potential storm getting into the Gulf of Mexico next week, but it is still too soon to know for sure. We'll have more on your weather forecast coming up in just a bit. But first, in sports, Cajuns coach Michael Desermo says he'll continue to use the same rotation at quarterback for this Saturday's Sunbelt opener at ULM. Chandler Fields and Ben Woldridge combined to throw for 102 yards in a loss to uh, in, a, in a loss to Rice. The Sunbelt opener again happening uh, this weekend against ULM. Fields is the starter, and Woldridge is playing every third series or so. LSU, meanwhile, uh, having a great come-from-behind victory over Mississippi State and another impressive outing by Malik Neighbors as LSU he is now LSU's leading receiver with 14 catches for 199 yards and a touchdown. Now, neighbors uh, muffed two crucial punts in the season opener versus Florida State, but has bounced back with strong showings in the last three games, especially on third and fourth downs. Coach Brian Kelly admires the young wideouts' resilience. He's been able to focus and refocus. He's been able to, you know, move on to the next play, and and that is a, a great quality to have, uh, especially in the game of football. You're look, the, you're you're going to have some adversity, and and he's had it, uh, he's dealt with it, and and he's moved on, and he's stronger for it. Now LSU special team struggles have been the story of their season so far, and Coach Brian Kelly says the kicking is at fault for lackluster kickoff coverage that nearly cost LSU the game against Mississippi State. Regardless of these early setbacks, Kelly has no plans to make a switch as of yet, but wants to keep all options open.
we're not going to say there's never competition at the position. If we feel like, you know, we need to make a change in a particular area, for example, we got to change kickoffs versus field goals, extra point. We'll consider all of those things for the betterment of the football team. And in the professional ranks, the New Orleans Saints, uh, one and one on the season after the 20 to 10 loss to the Buccaneers, they will take on the Carolina Panthers as they make their complete their first trip through divisional play. That game sets kickoff Sunday at noon. Of course, you can listen to the game on our sibling station, 97.3, The Dog. So, NFL action, full swing right now. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, uh, wants to jump in there with you and help you to get the most out of your NFL season. Touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins happening at DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. And if that's not enough, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Right now, for every leg you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100%. With payouts bigger than ever, why bet on football anywhere else? To make things even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game day all season long. Here's what you have to do. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PELICAN to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code PELICAN. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. 21 and older, physically present in Louisiana. Select parishes only. Bonus hit shoot as free bets. One boost per eligible game. Opt-in required. Parlay and, reg- parlay and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com. Slash football terms. Licensee partner, Golden Nugget Lake Charles. Gambling problem? Call 1-877-770-STOP. Mostly sunny skies across Acadiana today. Those temperatures are going to be sitting up in the mid-90s. We'll probably hit about 95 degrees by the end of the day today. Very light breeze coming out of the northeast, probably about 5 to 10 miles an hour. Not a whole lot of air movement, but maybe just enough. Lows tonight are going to be getting down into the lower 70s. Temperatures are going to peak tomorrow. It'll be a couple degrees warmer. Those look a little bit better, though, as we get towards the weekend. Still going to be hot, plenty of sunshine, and then the next front is expected to come through maybe Monday night, early Tuesday morning. I think we do get a pretty decent cool down on the way for next week. A lot of drier air as well. Really going to feel that in the evenings. There's some rumblings down in the tropics. I think that areas along the Gulf of Mexico certainly need to start paying attention to. We are a ways away from that forecast kind of playing out, so there's still a lot of uncertainty, and you can read a lot more about that over at KTC.com. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. For victims of drunk and drug driving, your grief is unique, but you are not alone. You always have a place at MAD. Call the 24-hour victim helpline at 877-MAD-HELP or visit mad.org. News Talk 96.5. KPL. Right now, traffic. I-10 westbound, mile marker 114, overturned 18-wheeler. That's I-10 westbound, mile marker 114. We have an overturned 18-wheeler. Make sure that you buckle up out there. East University between Coolidge and Harding, a fender bender. That's East University between Coolidge and Harding. Please make sure that you're buckling up and that you're keeping it safe out there. This Our salute to America brought to you by Jim Olivier's Home Improvement and Roofing, Louisiana. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early What so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming.
whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming and the rocket's red glare the bombs bursting in air gave proof through the night that our flag was still there oh say does that star spangled Morvod Photography, headshots, commercial, portrait, drone, and pictures. Call 337-962-5432 or online at kellysheadshots.com. Kelly Morvod Photography. Coming up now on 723. All right, let's recap traffic just a little bit. Uh, I-10 westbound mile marker, 114 overturned 18-wheeler there. Fender bender on University between Coolidge and Harding. And there's ongoing construction on 90 eastbound between Lafayette and New Iberia. Caller just reminding us to remind everybody else about that because traffic is backing up. It's always a nightmare, it seems, out there. Yeah. All right. So second hour of Acadiana's morning news. Good morning. We made it to Wednesday. Thank goodness. I keep saying it, right? (laughs) Ooh. I don't know. Have this week seemed longer? Mm. Did did anybody else feel going by very slow, it feels like. Yes. It's like one of those, oh hey, we're gonna tease you that Friday's almost here. Yeah. This week I had three of my worst Mondays. Yeah, this week. <laughs> Gee whiz. <laughs> Wait, so does that include Sunday? Um, felt like it. I okay. don't know. Okay. Uh, it, yeah, it was a, it, yeah, it, it's Ouch. a weird week this week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I'm, I'm glad somebody, well. Tuesday felt a lot like Monday. Yeah, it did. Yeah. So forth. Yeah, yes. yeah. I shouldn't say that I'm glad somebody else felt that way. Right. <laughs> I'm not glad. But that it, that it we can stunk. certainly commiserate. Yes. Yes, yes we certainly yeah. can. So Stephen Hanwork joining us in studio, and all right, Joe Cunningham not available to make it today. I uh, got some family stuff to do, so uh, I believe, Mister Hanwork, you will also be appearing on Joe's show next. I week. I believe so. I think we got it uh, lined up. I think on Tuesday of next week, I will be joining uh, Joe for his show. Um, really, uh, really looking forward to that. Uh, finally, the stars have aligned. Uh, and uh, we'll get to see what we get into then. Lord knows what the news will be by then. (laughs) No kidding. Um, All right, so this was not on our list, but since the council meeting was last night, I've got to know how one Stephen Hanwork feels. All right, five to zero vote, so unanimous. This is Lafayette City Council members deciding let's let's give this $100,000. We're going to fund this audit and investigation uh, of these drainage projects and surrounding issues. 
what do you think? Well, I, th- I think it's a really good move. I mean, uh, first off, you know, th- this council really needs to start showing more independence as it is, in my opinion. Mm. Um, and this is a, a program or a series of programs, I guess, uh, that quite frankly uh, has had a lot of uh, mystique to it. Uh, we have not had a lot of clarity to it. Every single time this council or mostly our reporters have tried to go after it, um, they usually end up running into a, a brick wall. Um, and that is incredibly problematic when we're talking about this much money and the allegation of all these political favors that were supposedly happening as well. All of that needs to be looked at on this. And if the Guillory administration has nothing to hide uh, and actually did had no wrongdoing, had no problems here, which we already know the courts might have something else to say about that. But if not, then he should not have a problem. You know, what do they say? Sunlight is the best disinfectant. We've got to get this stuff uh, out there. Secondly, though, I think all of us had a moment of uh, uh, weird enjoyment uh, when Josh quickly clutched his pearls last night uh, to complain about spending the taxpayer dollars on investigating this when he's spending how much to investigate the courts? Here in Lafayette, 77,000, I believe, is the amount. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, let, let's just call it like it is. Part of government is making sure the money goes where it's supposed to go because mm-hmm. it is so convoluted. There are so many bank accounts. Mm. There are so many different programs. And accounting for this money, especially it's something that we care and need so much for, whether you're rich whether you're poor, mm. whether you're a business owner, or whether you work for a living, right? Mm-hmm. Um, all of those situations, um, we care about drainage. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. is something that is so vital to our survival. Oh, my God, yes. Uh, you know, whether you were in the 2016 flood or you, you know, there was one of those pop-up storms, I think, last year. And there was some flooding. I mean, my God. Just a few weeks ago, my neighborhood. Yeah. I was like, yeah, my neighborhood. Well, now, no, our, we have a new neighborhood. It's designed not to flood in the homes, but all of our streets flood because they operate as like a third catch all. Mm -hmm. Uh, Whenever the retention pond is full, whenever the, you know, uh, the uh, drain lines are full, then our roads uh, back up. And uh, so, yeah, uh, it is something that we all care a lot about. And I also want to see what the engineers are going to have yeah, to say. Absolutely. Because what are, you know, if all these projects are being done, what is, what's the impact on each yep. particular project? Does it have a negligible impact on exactly. drainage? What's Does the net gain? Or on is this? it, yes, yeah. or is it something significant? Um, and, you know, did we get, bang for our buck so to speak that's exactly right and look i mean it's not every day that we get this influx of cash so we have you know a once in a generation opportunity to be able to use this money and actually benefit all of us for decades to come and you know i think council members might be apt to pay closer attention when drainage agree when drainage things come up in the future plenty of blame to go around on this and they have to figure out their power uh, Mm. to be able to compel this administration to give them the answers in a clear and concise format so that they can accurately look at this. And it might take suing the administration, the council actually suing the administration to make them provide this information. After all, they are the appropriators. Um, And, uh, you know, they're going to have to exert some of their own uh, independence. And so far, it seems like they haven't been interested in doing that. And it's got to be, 
in so many ways, a thankless job for $30,000 a year. Oh, for certain. Uh, for certain. Well, I just want to point out that a lot of people in uh, Acadiana actually live on 30000 or less, less a per lot year. Less, right? And not yeah. just have basically two days of work. Right. Um, now, granted, I realize every single council member puts in more than more those than, two right, days sure. just when the council meets. Um, because I want to say that for the record. Uh, but... A lot of people get by on a lot less. Mm. And so, you know, pointing uh, pointing out, though, that these council members really do need to lean in. And I'm sorry to see that we're not having, you know, previous council members who I had such great respect for, didn't always agree with, but had such great respect for because they were always in the community. Yeah. They were having, you know, monthly town halls in different sections of their districts. They were currently and always engaging. And right now it seems more like going around and kissing babies mm. than it is actually really, you know, mm-hmm. developing a community dialogue. And how much do you think social media has impacted that? Because I believe it has had such um, a terrible impact for locally elected fe- officials. Cause I, I would imagine, you know, and let's say, I don't know, 1995, mm-hmm. you know, as a council person, it's probably okay. Yeah. You know, you would still deal with people in one-on-one. You might have a public meeting and people might say ugly things. And yeah. now it's like, well, we'll just torture anybody that's in elected yeah. office. Well, and I think it's two-sided, right? And mm-hmm. I think it's a self-feeding, you know, downward spiral, right? I think that with online commenting... Uh, being so unfiltered as it is, anybody with a keyboard uh, or fast enough thumbs can quickly type out some sort of a horrible, horrible response, you know, attacking people's lineage um, and going after their their own right to, to be alive um, and attacking with such ferocity. Well, now what that what's happened is those online comments have manifested in real life. Mm-hmm. So when mm-hmm. they do have these sort of community environments, they feel like they're still online, yep. that they're still cloaked by that secrecy. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, some people don't bother researching. They don't bother Correct. reading. They don't care. Correct. They think their opinion is uh, the one that should be heard. All whether... based off of feels. It's yes. not on facts. Right. It's all based off of fear yeah. uh, and and their feels. And. Everybody has the right to feel. Yeah, because, you know, often feels. I think that there's a lot of songs. Fear. Right. 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 I think Taylor Swift has made a life and a career out of feels. Oh, which is fine. Which is fine. Which is fine. But so you're allowed to have your feels. But you know what? We have to actually engage with facts in order to be able to make real conscious decisions as to what is going on and what's best for our community. And so, yes, I do think that uh, the online. Uh, especially with uh, the social media, has gotten us to a point uh, that, I mean, I frequently joke, uh-huh. lo- love love my friends over at your uh, media partner at KATC for, but Lord, I don't go into their comment section uh, anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it feels like once or twice a year, I have to go back to my mantra, I will not read the comment section. <laughs> <laughs> like, you have to kind of put yourself in that headspace of like, I will lose four hours of my day <laughs> if I go off on some tangent yes. on a comment thread. So, right. yes. Oh, boy. It is coming up now on 733. Stephen Hanwork in the house. Our number 232-1514. You can comment on any of the topics if you have the app, which is free in the app store. Set the phone, phone icon and you'll get into the studio. I'm Bernadette Lee, and you're listening to News Talk 96.5 KPL. 
News Talk 96.5 KPEL, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the KPEL News app. Now the headlines from the KPEL News Center. From the KPEL News Center, I'm Brandon Como. A man is dead after Lafayette police responded to the 400 block of Marigold Loop to find him suffering from multiple gunshots. Officers say the black male was in the driver's seat of his vehicle when they found him. Call Lafayette Police or Crime Stoppers at 232-TIPS if you have any information. Louisiana ranks fifth in the nation in the number of women killed by men per capita, according to the Violence Policy Center. VPC spokesperson Kristen Rand says in 2020, 98% of the women murdered in Louisiana were killed by someone they know. And Lucille Freeman Babineau, the mother of former Governor Kathleen Blanco, has died at the age of 102. Babineau was born in 1919 in New Iberia and had seven children of her own. She was the matriarch of a family of 105 and was with her daughter Kathleen every day when she got sick and died in 2019. Fox News reports New Orleans has assumed the top spot for the most homicides per capita of any city in America. Data collected up until September of last year shows the city that Care Forgot has an average of 52 murders per 100,000 residents. New Orleans has seen 208 murders so far this year alone. The homicide rate now outstrips St. Louis, the previous U.S. murder capital, plus cities like Chicago and New York. And September is Suicide Prevention Awareness Month, and national experts are sounding the alarm. Amy Wimpley-Knight, president of the Children's Hospital Association, says the most recent numbers show a 31% increase in hospital admissions for children and teens and a frightening increase in suicide rates. Senator Bill Cassidy says a new report shows the veteran suicide rate, though, actually fell nearly 10% from 2018 to 2020. Cassidy says most suicides among veterans happens within six months after getting out of the service. Veterans in crisis should dial 988, then press 1 to be connected with the veteran suicide and crisis lifeline. You're up to date. I'm Brandon Como. Mostly sunny skies across Acadiana today. Those temperatures are going to be sitting up in the mid-90s. We'll probably hit about 95 degrees by the end of the day today. Very light breeze coming out of the northeast, probably about 5 to 10 miles an hour. Not a whole lot of air movement, but maybe just enough. Lows tonight are going to be getting down into the lower 70s. Temperatures are going to peak tomorrow. It'll be a couple degrees warmer. It does look a little bit better, though, as we get towards the weekend. Still going to be hot, plenty of sunshine, and then the next front is expected to come through maybe Monday night, early Tuesday morning. I think we do get a pretty decent cool down on the way for next week. A lot of drier air as well. We're really going to feel that in the evenings. There's some rumblings down in the tropics. I think that areas along the Gulf of Mexico certainly need to start paying attention to. We are a ways away from that forecast kind of playing out. So there's still a lot of uncertainty, and you can read a lot more about that over at KTC.com. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Okay, dads, it's time to do the Cabbage Patch, the Running Man, or something more contemporary, the Floss. That's right. Dance like a dad with your kids. Learn more at fatherhood.gov. Sponsored by Ad Council. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Right now, traffic. Okay, I-10 westbound, mile marker 114, no issue right now. Earlier this morning, an 18-wheeler overturned. It is apparently getting cleaned up. Scott, number two. Good morning. Thank you for giving us that message. We have a little fender bender, East University between Coolidge and Harding. And if you're traveling 90 eastbound from Lafayette to New Iberia, the road construction has things backed up out there. Ugh, I know, it's a mess. 
Call us if you have an update, 232-1542. Or just chat with us like Scott does every single morning. You can download the KPL app, hit the phone icon, talk to us, or just send us a little text message. If you like a cleaning product that can be used in the garage, the laundry, and the kitchen that'll save space in your cabinet, to learn more, visit simplegreen.com. Love this song. Coming up now in 744 on Acadiana's Morning News. Hey, all we can do is let the love flow because life is crazy out there. in spring. That's right. (laughs) Stephen Hanwork joining us. Hello, Democratic strategist man. How are you today? Hello, hello. I'm great. Okay, so let me ask you uh, very quickly. um, We were talking off the air. Interview with a vampire. Oh, my God. It's going to be a series now. You know, I, I've been so looking forward to this. I've known uh, Christopher Rice, and Rice's son, uh, for a while. No kidding. Um, yeah, he is such a great guy. I met him at, uh, in New Orleans uh-huh. um, in, in the quarter. Uh, he was doing a book signing or something, ended up chatting with him, found out that we had a lot of the same things in common. Wow. Um, and so anyhow, yeah, I've been uh, obviously following the work that he's done. Well, he partnered with his mom to say, we really want to do this right. Yes. Um, and so they sold the rights to the whole... Uh, Anne Rice catalog uh, to AMC. And so AMC is developing uh, not only her uh, interview uh, with a vampire series, but she's also doing, uh, they're also doing the witches as well. Oh, I didn't realize that. And so the stories will merge since they're only happening. The stories are only happening about four blocks away. (gasps) So they're going to be merging these two. uh, And what, right. And uh, they were heavily involved, you know, before Anne's passing, which just gutted so many of us. Um, she was such a New Orleans icon, mm-hmm. and um, but knowing that her work's going to live on and that Christopher's keeping a close eye on it, um, I think is just spectacular. They did an hour-long kind of like behind the scenes on AMC to kind of tease it out. I highly recommend anyone that's uh, really enjoys New Orleans, if only to just see historical the, New yes. Orleans put together in this beautiful scenery. The costumes look great, and that casting is just amazing. All right, back to topics. Luke Mixon did come out with his first TV ad for the Senate race. He says he supports codifying Roe versus Wade because Republican support of abortion bans is forcing rape victims to give birth. Um, Talk to me about how you think this is going to resonate. Does it score points for Luke Mixon? In this race, and is this going to be a really tough race? It, look, it already is a, an incredibly tough race. Um, I wish uh, that the Democrats had, and and again, I'm I'm uh, I've been a little bit all over the place on on the candidates. I don't think that this is enough for Mixon. Um, the the fact of the matter is, the voters that he's trying to go after and kind of uh, calm down on this, and to see him as a viable option. Um, also realize that the only way you're going to be able to do anything is if you can get past the filibuster. Mm. And he has been rock solid that he will not change anything about the filibuster, not even forcing the talking filibuster, which a lot of folks have said, hey, look, if you feel strongly enough about it, stand up there and talk. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's unfortunate. I think that that's giving him pause. I also think that, you know, he's not raising enough money to be competitive mm-hmm. uh, with John Kennedy mm-hmm. on this. And so, you know, that that is that is unfortunate. And 
Um, I, I wanted it to be different. <laughs> I really <laughs> did. Um, I like his backstory, but also too, I mean, and this is general, this is not aimed at Luke or any of the other folks, but folks say, I want to run for office. You know where a great place to start? School board. Yes, I agree. City council. Start like, small, man. No, I'm going to run in a statewide election. Yes. I have no experience voting on matters. Right. The only I've never even led my own pilots union that mm-hmm. I've been a part of for years. Mm-hmm. Like, that's where I really start scratching my head. Like, are we really so caught up? And this is one of the things that I fought a lot while I was running the party. Are we so caught up that we need someone who can either self-finance or just has a good resume because we're trying to replicate John Bell? John Bell had a lot of experience. Mm-hmm. He was that country lawyer from a meet Louisiana that traveled in his pickup truck all over the state for three years running for governor. So... There's there's a little bit of a no comparison there or a, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit of an imposter syndrome uh, going on. And so that, I think, is a little bit problematic for Luke. I think that's why he's having such a hard time catching fire, um, especially with the people that he should be resonating with. How fascinating. OK, we did not uh, plan this kind of jump off topic. But let me ask you, name recognition for Gary Chambers going yeah. forward. Then do you think uh, running is something that uh, will resonate for him if he's not elected to office so right away yeah well look some of the more genius things that gary chambers did was he recognized right from the start that he doesn't have name Mm -hmm. recognition so what did he have to do he had to find some ways of actually getting some earned media right so by producing the ads that he did right out of the gate was brilliant Okay, it was brilliant because it was able to give him a platform. And everybody to, talked about it. Baby. Everybody did. And mm-hmm. then he said yes to every reporter who wanted to talk to him. Mm-hmm. Every single reporter, whether it was a podcast, whether it was a national mm-hmm. or syndicated program, he was there. Um, and that was brilliant about it. Now, where he's spending his money, I don't know about all that. Um, that makes me a little bit nervous. But certainly uh, it was incredibly impressive as to how he got out of the gate. Um, certainly also, um, I will say he has a lot of folks, you know, the opposition that we saw at the state party meeting, uh, often actually literally was driven by people in his backyard Mm -hmm. in Baton Rouge that don't like his feather ruffling, uh, that he has done in calling out the school board as well as the Metro council. So, you know what, um, all politics is local. Um, and so, uh, the good news is if you vote for Mixon, if you vote for, um, uh, I can't remember her name, uh, the young lady that's running, if you vote for any of the other candidates, it's a vote against Kennedy and I'm good with that. Oh boy. He's straight up with that. You know, um, this topic is one I should have included at the beginning, Mm -hmm. but I want to go back to local business and local Well, you know, I don't have a lot of opinions. No. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, totally. Um, so a dollar per page, a dollar per page for information for records. Well, especially since Lunsford's out there telling everyone he never has to pay for anything. He just walks in and gets it for free. So, yeah, problematic, guys. Mm, problematic. Yeah. Wow. Um, what do you think will happen with this suit? You know, I, I, I they're going to have to end up capitulating. And. I can't see uh, a day in which our state Supreme Court Uh is not going to lower the boom on him. And it's going to be expensive. And guess what? The bad thing is we, the taxpayers, will have to pay for it. Now, the question is, by the time that comes down, will he have been run out of office yet? Ooh, more strong words. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you.
Uh, Stephen, it's time wise. We got to wrap it up here this morning as as we are um, heading out uh, of here today. Um, thank you for always agreeing to come and, and give your point of view, because I just think it gives another element yep. to conversations that we do. And people don't have to agree with anybody right. we have right. on the air. Well, look, I always see this as a way to give tribute to my good friend, Warren Cottle, who we mm-hmm. lost way too soon, in my opinion. Um, we always uh, were on the radio together uh, many times in this studio. And what we found enjoyable was is that there was always stuff we could agree on. That's right. We could always find something that we could agree on. And I hope that by listeners who may not always agree with mm-hmm. the blue jerseys, um, could actually maybe uh, hear something and say, you know what, maybe the, all those Democrats aren't so bad. And at minimum, be able to have conversations with people That's ho- exactly right. who have, you know, opposing views. Exactly right. Stephen, thank you for your time Thank today. you, guys. Really appreciate you. It's another hot day on tap. High temperature in the upper 90s again today. Oh, man, what a mess. All right, and it's going to feel even hotter with the heat index. But that's okay. We're going to make it through because it's Wednesday. Middle of the week finally here. We've got your Fox Biz on the way. The loudest voices on the biggest issues impacting your life. Continuing the long tradition of informing you in Acadiana. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Depend on it. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Depend on it. I'm Liz Clayman. and this is the Fox Business Report. Investors are anticipating the Reserve raising interest rates later today. There's also new uncertainty for the markets, a sharp escalation of threats from Russian President Putin. A European private equity firm is buying a controlling interest in Italian cafe market chain Italy. It's popular in tourist areas in the U.S. and around the world. Italy wants to retire and open more flagship stores as well as developing new formats. Beauty giant Cody is working to double its skincare sales to $500 or $6 million in the next four years. It is also expanding in China. Amazon is expanding its renewable energy at 71 projects around the world. Amazon says the work includes a solar farm in Brazil, as well as solar farms in India and Poland. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosola, invested in you. Hi, I'm Lisa Booth for Bishop Gold Group. Are you worried about your financial future as retirement gets closer? All over the country, soon-to-be retirees are fearing for their financial future as markets remain volatile. Bishop Gold Group helps you invest in gold and gold IRAs to protect your wealth and retirement during times of high inflation and wild swings in the market. Secure your future today. Contact Bishop Gold Group by dialing pound 250 from a mobile phone and say the keyword Bishop Gold or bishopgoldgroup.com. Attention Raging Cajuns fans, you could win a tailgating party for 50 at the Cajuns Homecoming Game from Fizo Seafood Steakhouse Oyster Bar and Catering. This includes the use of a giant tent, tables, chairs, and plenty of food and drinks. UL Athletics is providing 50 game tickets and the prime tailgate spot. Download the KPL News app and enter your information for your chance to win. The contest will end on September 23rd at 10 a.m. and a winner will be chosen to receive the grand prize and notified that day. The UL homecoming game happens on Saturday, October the 1st, so be sure to wear red, enter via the KPL News app, and get ready to tailgate with Fizo Seafood, Steakhouse, Oyster Bar, and Catering. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. 
He's not bluffing. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. That's what Russian leader Vladimir Putin warns after hinting he could use nuclear weapons in Ukraine, as he also calls on more Russians to join the fight. I think it is necessary to support the proposal of the Ministry of Defense and the General Staff to conduct a partial mobilization in Russia. After a Ukrainian counteroffensive drove his troops back out of areas they'd taken control of in the invasion. Now, next hour, President Biden will address the United Nations General Assembly. Fox's Jackie Heinrich at the U.N. in New York says he was expected to focus a lot on food insecurity as a result of Russia's war in Ukraine. But Putin's threat to use nuclear weapons and his call-up of the country's 300,000 reserve troops has really sent a chill. And that partial mobilization would be the first of its kind since World War II. And according to reports, one-way flights out of the country to other countries that allow Russian citizens to enter without a visa have been selling out fast. And Russia's parliament's hastily making some legal changes that would essentially make it a crime to dodge the draft. Ukraine's President Vladimir Zelensky also expected to address the U.N. today. Hurricane Fiona is taking its fury north and east, so it's forecast to miss the U.S. after hammering some Caribbean islands like Puerto Rico, where there was deadly damage and flooding. Fox Weathers, Nicole Valdez is there. As we've driven town to town, we have come across families who are trapped in their homes, unable to leave, impassable roads in and out of their communities. Most of Puerto Rico still without power or water service. The Federal Reserve keeps trying to save us money fighting inflation, but that is going to make it costlier to get loans and use credit cards. The central bank is expected to approve its third consecutive interest rate increase increase of three quarters of a percentage point. The Fed has raised its benchmark federal funds rate at its past four meetings. Fox's Hillary Barsky, the price of gas is up this morning for the first time in 14 weeks after dropping every day from the $5 a gallon record high. AAA's average now for regular around 368. America's listening to Fox News. Every search you make, every click you take, they'll be watching you. Tired of companies like Google and Facebook watching everything you do online? There's actually a simple solution, DuckDuckGo. It's an all-in-one privacy app with a built-in private search engine, web browser, one-click data clearing, email protection, and more, all for free. Download the app today and get the most comprehensive privacy protection with a push of a button. DuckDuckGo, privacy simplified. What you've heard about probiotics is probably wrong. I eat yogurt, so I don't need to take a probiotic. Probiotics? They don't really work. It's time to learn the truth about probiotics and join the Align Healthy Gut Team Up. Align has probiotics to naturally help relieve occasional bloating, gas, and abdominal discomfort. Try Align Probiotics for a month and see how great a healthy gut can feel. Get $2 off your first month of Align at AlignProbiotics.com. We're expecting an announcement later this morning from New York Attorney General Letitia James. A source tells Fox News it is Trump-related. She's already been investigating the former president over his business dealings. Now, his legal team had a contentious first meeting yesterday with the special master that Trump had asked for to review the material the FBI seized from his Florida home. Judge Raymond Deary made efforts in the hearing to learn if lawyers for former President Trump could prove the documents were properly declassified. The former president has insisted he did so. His attorneys, however, have not claimed that in any legal filing. The DOJ has said this process is leading to delays in its investigation of papers marked top secret or classified that weren't securely stored at Mar-a-Lago. Judge Deary must discern if those materials contain privileged information. He has until the end of November to complete his review. 
Grinnell Scott, Fox News. Fans of the comic strip Dilbert may not see it in their paper anymore. Dilbert writer and illustrator Scott Adams told Fox News Lee Enterprises stopped printing the comic strip this week. The media company owns nearly 100 newspapers throughout the country. Dilbert pokes fun at office culture and has been one of the most popular strips for many years. Recently, Adams mixed in references to environmental, social, and governance issues and a new character named Dave who is black but identifies as white. Adams said some newspapers voiced concerns after receiving complaints about the content but he was not sure if that had anything to do with the comic being pulled. Gianna Gelosi, Fox News. Something else being canceled? The Middletown High School football season in Pennsylvania. An hazing allegation. Ten students are now facing charges, including attempted sexual assault. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Attention Raging Cajuns fans. You could win a tailgating party for 50 at the Cajuns Homecoming Game from Fizo's Seafood Steakhouse Oyster Bar and Catering. This includes the use of a giant tent, tables, chairs, and plenty of food and drinks. UL Athletics is providing 50 game tickets and the prime tailgate spot. Download the KPL News app and enter your information for your chance to win. The contest will end on September 23rd at 10 a.m., and a winner will be chosen to receive the grand prize and notified that day. The UL Homecoming game happens on Saturday, October the 1st, so be sure to wear red, enter via the KPL News app, and get ready to tailgate with Fizo Seafood, Steakhouse, Oyster Bar, and Catering. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the KPL News app. Now the headlines from the KPL News Center. It is uh, 78 degrees under clear conditions. Your complete forecast is coming up. For KPL News, I'm Brandon Como. Taking a look at our top stories this morning. Here in Lafayette, a man uh, is dead after police responded to the 400 block of Marigold Loop to find him suffering from multiple gunshots. Officers say the black male was in the driver's seat, and um, he was in the driver's seat when they found him. And you can call Lafayette Police or Crime Stoppers at 232-TIPS if you have any information. Meanwhile, Louisiana ranks fifth in the nation for the rate of women murdered by men. That's according to the Violence Policy Center's 2020 data. VCP spokesperson Kristen Rand says 98% of women are killed by someone they know. Women's risk of homicide is not related to strangers, but they have a much higher risk from people that they know. Rand says lawmakers should focus on providing better resources. Helping people who need a protective order understand the legal process and have some assistance in that regard. I'm Whitney Thomas. Meanwhile, Fox News reports new violent crime data shows New Orleans is now officially the murder capital of the U.S. The Crescent City posts a rate of 52 murders per 100,000 persons, higher than St. Louis, Chicago, or even New York. Rafael Goyaneci with the Metropolitan Crime Commission says that data is from a year ago and doesn't reflect the city's current murder rate. Which as of Monday was 208. He says killings just keep going upward. To the point that homicides are up 142% since 2019. He lays the blame on City Hall and the DA who he feels have turned their backs on public safety. I'm Kevin Gallagher. From New Orleans to Baton Rouge, the restaurant where murdered LSU student Allie Rice worked is offering a reward for her killer. Staff at the shed on Burbank Drive told WBRZ in Baton Rouge it plans to give $10,000 to anyone whose tip ultimately leads to a conviction in Rice's killing. Rice was gunned down in her SUV while stuck in traffic at a railroad crossing last week. 
and uh, other news uh, across our country. Well, Democrats are upset over Republican governor sending illegal immigrants to Martha's Vineyard. But Senator Bill Cassidy says the move was a great wake-up call for liberals about border security. The senator says, for too many, the flood of illegals across the open southern border is not a problem they can see or feel. The delivery of illegals to the northern elite conclave changes that. In terms of actually making people in other states confront the reality of what's happening at our southern border, when there seems to be no other way to get them to confront that reality, I think is a good idea. Cassidy says it's disingenuous of Democrats to rail on Florida Governor Ron DeSantis for sending two airline flights of illegals to Martha's Vineyard when the Biden administration is guilty of the same thing on a grander scale. The Biden administration, by the way, dropped off several busloads of migrants in Shreveport with no heads up. So it's not like this isn't happening. Cassidy says the White House has been flying migrants from the border to America's large and smaller towns for months, often in the dead of night. Cassidy says southern border states have been pleading with Washington to get illegal immigration under control, but no one is listening. He says dropping unwelcome illegals among the country's richest sends a clear message. We've got to have some sort of integrity. And if the only way to make national politicians wake up to it is to bring it to them, well, then, by the way, maybe that's the only way to do it. In uh, more lighthearted news, downtown Ruston is a semifinalist for the 2023 Great American Main Street Award. Candidates are chosen for use of their Main Street to lead community-based transformation strategies, revitalizing these areas. Ruston officials hope to win later this year, but they say just being recognized as a contender is an honor. In sports, Cajuns coach Michael Desermo says he'll continue to use the same rotation at quarterback for this Saturday's Sunbelt opener at ULM. Chandler Fields and Ben Wooldridge combined to throw for 102 yards and a loss to Rice on Saturday. Fields is the starter, and Wooldridge is playing every third series or so. Meanwhile, LSU had a successful uh, outcome against Mississippi State, and Malik Neighbors is now LSU's leading receiver with 14 catches for 199 yards and a touchdown. Neighbors muffed two crucial punts in the season opener versus Florida State, but has bounced back with strong showings since then. Coach Brian Kelly admires the young wideouts' resilience. He's been able to focus and refocus. He's been able to, you know, move on to the next play. And, and that is a, a great quality to have, uh, especially in the game of football. You're, look, the, you're, you're going to have some adversity and, and he's had it. Uh, he's dealt with it and, and he's moved on and he's stronger for it. LSU's special team struggles have been the story of their season so far, and Coach Brian Kelly says the kicking is at fault for lackluster kickoff coverage that nearly cost LSU the game against Mississippi State. Regardless of these early setbacks, Kelly has no plans to make a switch as of yet, but wants to keep all options open. We're not going to say there's never competition at the position. If we feel like, you know, we need to make a change in a particular area, for example, we got to change kickoffs versus field goals, extra point, we'll consider all of those things for the betterment of the football team. And in the pros, the one and one Saints will take on Carolina as they wrap up their first round through division play. A game is set to kick off at noon on our sibling station, 97.3 The Dog. Well, the NFL action is in full swing at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And they've got such great promotions. You know, one of them is new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. Also, uh, you can boost your winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. So here's how it works. Right now, for every leg you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100%. With payouts bigger than ever, well, why bet on football anywhere else? 
To make things even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game day, all season long. So here's what you have to do. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PELICAN to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code PELICAN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. 21 and older, physically present in Louisiana. Select parishes only. Bonus issued as free bets. One boost per eligible game. Opt-in required. Parlay and rate wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. Licensee partner, Gold Nugget Lake Charles. Gambling problem? Call 1-877-770-STOP. Mostly sunny skies across Acadiana today. Those temperatures are going to be sitting up in the mid-90s. We'll probably hit about 95 degrees by the end of the day today. Very light breeze coming out of the northeast, probably about 5 to 10 miles an hour. Not a whole lot of air movement, but maybe just enough. Lows tonight are going to be getting down into the lower 70s. Temperatures are going to peak tomorrow. It'll be a couple degrees warmer. Does look a little bit better, though, as we get towards the weekend. Still going to be hot, plenty of sunshine, and then the next front is expected to come through maybe Monday night, early Tuesday morning. I think we do get a pretty decent cool down on the way for next week. A lot of drier air as well. We're really going to feel that in the evenings. There's some rumblings down in the tropics. I think that areas along the Gulf of Mexico certainly need to start paying attention to. We are a ways away from that forecast kind of playing out, so there's still a lot of uncertainty, and you can read a lot more about that over at KTC.com. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. 78 degrees in Acadiana. Okay, dads, it's time to do the Cabbage Patch, the Running Man, or something more contemporary, the Floss. That's right. Dance like a dad with your kids. Learn more at fatherhood.gov. Sponsored by Ad Council. News Talk 96.5. KPL. Right now, traffic. All right, double-checking what's happening with our traffic. Out there this morning, we just have one little fender bender. Kali Saloon Road at Buckman Way. That's Kali Saloon Road at Buckman Way. If you're in the East Broussard area, E. Broussard, as we uh, should say, there is a teacher in service there at one of the churches. So traffic is a little, little bit backed up in that area. So just be aware. It's time to win cash. Get your KPL News apps ready because here's your chance to win up to $30,000. Just enter the following code into your KPL News app where it says win cash and make sure you listen for more codes throughout the day because the more codes you enter, the better your chances. Here is your next code. All right, so your code for this hour is 302. That's 302. Win Cash brought to you by Matthew James Financial wants you to be a winner here on News Talk 96.5 K. Kelly Morvan Photography, headshots, commercial, portrait, drone, and pictures. Call 337-962-5432 or online at kellysheadshots.com. Kelly Morvan Photography. It's coming up now on 821, Acadiana's Morning News, third hour of the show. The Killer Bees back with you. Bernie, 
And Brandon. All right, Brandon, we made it to the middle of the week. Yes. Okay, should we applaud yes. everyone? We should. We did it every hour Ooh. so far. Let's continue to do it. I know. It, it, uh, <laughs> it's a Wednesday, but uh-huh. it feels like it should be Friday, but we're not there just yet. But, nope. Oh, we can see it in we the distance. We can see it on the horizon, absolutely. Ooh, thank goodness. Mm-hmm. Well, um, joining us in studio this morning is Bruce Ardmayer, Ray Borg, to talk with us a little bit about uh, this campaign season. And um, we're going to look back a little bit at, at um, some of the things that you uh, have done and then also what you would like to accomplish in the future. So first off, good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you so much for being here with us this morning. And I'm kind of curious from your standpoint, um, what it's been like for you in this job? It's been, um, I've been blessed mm-hmm. to be able to serve the people of Broussard for the last four years uh, as their mayor. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it, it's been a, a, a really, uh, an experience that's been fulfilling. Mm-hmm. And I was proud to do it, and I, I'm proud to try to do it again for the next four years. You know, I think uh, what we have to stay focused on for our our mid-sized communities, our mid-sized cities here in Louisiana is uh, some f- just fundamental things like safety, quality of life, and economic development. Those things are important to hear to us here at home, and we need to make sure we have healthy communities. Boy, and that's certainly true. And, you know, in terms of Broussard, you know, more people are moving to your community now. It's, you know, a hot spot, we have, if you will. Uh, we have been growing. We have mm-hmm. a lot of momentum in Broussard. I think we're doing a lot of things right, mm-hmm. um, and it's attracting people to our community. I mean, our school system is good. Our, our, we have some wonderful teachers, principals, and schools in Broussard. We have jobs. Our, uh, you know, it was announced recently that Broussard is still growing fast enough to be a hit, growing faster than inflation, mm-hmm. which speaks to economic development mm-hmm. initiatives that we've been working on. We've been attracting new businesses to Broussard. And the neighborhoods are sort of growing all all across our city. So those are those are things that help us to stay competitive and help us to be uh, healthy. Mm-hmm. Under your leadership, how would you say city government is making adjustments to more people coming in, more businesses coming in? So that, that that's a great question. You have to you have to take the time to evaluate what's going on in your community at least every, you know, half year or year because things change. Um, you're either growing or you're not growing and you want to make adjustments to be on top of those decisions quickly. Continuing to build out our infrastructure is very important to Broussard. Um, you know, we've been focused on economic development initiatives like getting uh, Louisiana Development Ready Community uh, accredited, like uh, certifying sites, which creates uh, shovel-ready sites, uh, vetted sites within our community for large manufacturers to come, like the Safe Source Direct PPE plant that's now employing 700. I mean, you know, think about that. Right. Oh. A very big win for our city, and it takes a lot of partners to help you do that. So mm-hmm. to be a good part, to have good partners, you have to be a good partner, and that's one of the things we focus on. But then you have to, you have to build out that infrastructure. So we're fortunate that Bruce Sword's in a position to be able to do that. Um, but we're growing so rapidly, it has to be a commitment. And the state is also committed to helping Broussard grow by the I-49 overpass that's coming, uh, the improvement that's coming to Ambassador Caffrey. They've started to work on that. Mm-hmm. They just completed about a year ago the Albertsons Parkway overpass. We've always been tied to uh, transportation in Broussard. I mean, we're a very business-oriented community, business-heavy community. We have about 1,100 businesses operating in Broussard. So transportation and moving equipment and product is very important to the businesses there, and it's it's helped us to to find the success that we're enjoying today. Well, let's talk about the future success. What are some of the other things that you would like to accomplish? 
So today we're focused on some projects. Um, we've partnered with the state and with Youngsville and Mayor Ritter on doing the improvement of Highway 89 to make sure that we're building out that infrastructure. Uh, proud to be working with them and getting that project uh, engineered and designed now so we can launch it in the near future. We have uh, an improvement on South Bernard Road Phase 3, which is between uh, Main Street, Broussard, and Highway 90, which is going to support the Lita Park there. But we're also doing some quality of life initiatives. We're wrapping up phase one downtown Broussard. We've had a big, uh, the Envision Broussard redevelopment there. It's beautiful. If anybody hasn't passed through Broussard, downtown Broussard lately, I invite you to come. Um, We're supplying the 10-foot wide multi-use pedestrian and and cycling path. And we've got preliminary funding for phase two and three. So we're going to take what you see in phase one and we're moving it all the way through downtown Broussard to Albertsons Parkway and a little beyond. Those are the things that keep uh, that help us attract people to Broussard and just bring that quality of, of life to our residents. I may be the only person that thinks of y'all like this, but I look at, you know, you mentioned you guys in Youngsville, and I kind of look at y'all like the twin cities of South Lafayette Parish. <laughs> um, and, I, and I say that because of the way that both of uh, your cities have grown so much over this last five to ten year period, especially, um, and looking at the sports complexes. Uh, that each city uh, enjoys and the economic engine that that has been. Um, talk a little bit, you know, uh, Mayor Ritter, um, he's running unopposed, so he's already been basically reelected. Talk about the relationship with him moving forward and working with the city of Youngsville to uh, that's going to benefit both you guys and Youngsville. Uh, you know, I think we uh, we always welcome any opportunity to partner together with mm-hmm. Youngsville because you're right. There's uh, there's a lot of growth in South Lafayette Parish between our two cities. Um, mayor Ritter and I were both councilmen at the same time. You know, we kind of came in together. He became a mayor uh, one term before I did. Mm-hmm. That experience speaks a lot. There's no substitute for experience, but also having relationships with people. We came from a time when Youngsville and Broussard weren't getting along too mm-hmm. well. Yeah. If you remember that, I remember um, that. <laughs> and. You know, we're committed to a different kind of attitude. I think we both believe that, um, and it's not just with Youngsville, but all across uh, our parish. Mm -hmm. Like I said, if you want good partners, you have to be a good partner. Mm -hmm. Sibling rivalry is great, and there'll always be some of that. (laughs) But our economy and and the services we need to provide for people for a healthy economy are much broader than our city limits. So we have to... Each city has a responsibility to do as well as it can because we're we're uplifting our parish when we do that. So we're not going to get involved with uh, anything that's not good for our city. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm proud to say that, you know, that that kind of sentiment is is all I've seen from the other mayors. But we, we do want to have a healthy Louisiana, a healthy Acadiana, a healthy Lafayette Paris. So we want to be part of solutions in a world that's just filled with challenges. And that's a huge, um, you know, great thing for our community because... People can live anywhere now, you know, and and they can, you know, work on any job virtually that they would wish to. And people can come home now. It's a totally different world. That's absolutely right. So you have to offer them the things they want. And it sounds like y'all are definitely continuing to move in that direction. I think we are. And, you know, Broussard was recently it was announced that Broussard was the seventh safest city in Louisiana, which we're very proud of. You know, we have a lot of hardworking first responders that make this happen to us. Our our function in that is to support them, Mm -hmm. to fund them, to make sure they have what they need and they have good leadership in Broussard. So I'm very proud to be working with with that group. But it is, um, you know, it is a, a a tough job sometimes because we do have challenges, but we're mm-hmm. there to do the job. And that's, you know, there's, like I said, there's no substitute for experience and you have to get in there and understand the job and how things work. But 
bringing those partnerships home to Broussard, trying to find resources to bring to us, and just day-to-day trying to stay in tune with what today's needs are and where we're trying to go and laying a foundation to get there has paid dividends for us, and I'm, I'm proud to be part of it. What would you say is the biggest thing you've learned so far uh, being the mayor of Broussard and, one, and, and what you hope to take in if you get reelected for a second term? Well, um, building momentum was one of the, the key uh, initiatives that we had. You know, can we bring economic initiatives to Broussard? Can we get in there and, and try to solve the problems that we had in our downtown area? That, downtown Broussard was really started out a, uh, as an idea of how do we repair and, and upgrade that infrastructure. You know, those, those water lines, those sewer lines, that road had not been touched in over 60 years. Right. So that's, and, and there was a lot of drainage problems too. So as we marched this path, doing that in a very tight fit in a downtown area is very tough. Nobody wants an excavator in front mm-hmm. of their business or in front of their house. But after 60 years, you know, it was a problem that we had to face. Mm-hmm. But engaging with the public, having public meetings, finding the right partners to do this, uh, as far as planning goes, was, was really key to understand that people wanted an upgraded downtown. You know, you see it in other cities. Broussard had not risen to that challenge, and now we have, and now they see what they're getting. So it, it's a little easier for people to, to, to accept that we have to do construction to get there. So we're walking that path now. Um, I get complimented every day on downtown Broussard. It's one of the just the kind of the gold star projects that we have. In the future, what we need to do is more of the same. We've built momentum. You sort of lay the groundwork to build the right team, to find the right uh, initiatives for the city, to build those relationships. Now it gives us an opportunity to take it to the next level. You know, people trust what we're doing. They understand that we're going to be there 24-7, 365 to manage what we're doing, and they start relying on you to to really be part of the solutions that are going on. We have to... We have to keep momentum going. You know, the way inflation is kind of pressing down on all of us right now, yeah. we, we need to make sure we're growing our economy. economy. People need opportunities. Mm-hmm. And they need jobs, and we have to attract those manufacturers and those businesses to our city. Um, but I prefer to focus on solutions and positivity than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, this is it's what we're looking for. It's easy to focus on the negative, right? So taking the high road, you know, is a harder job. It is, and, mm-hmm. I, and I think that's... That's how you build uh, and you stack successes, is that you find ways to just uh, solve problems and create solutions. And this is what people look to to, to try to, uh, when they want to come to a community, want a community that's moving forward and solving its own problems. And I mean, you know, that's exactly, I think, what most people want is the ability to be able to solve problems and issues and, you know, not walk away angry from something either, you know. I agree. And get a return phone call if you call City Hall. Yeah. I mean, amen right. to that, right? You know, ser- service uh, is not what it used to be in this world. And mm-hmm. uh, we try to we try to operate at a higher level. I'm very proud of the workers we have, our first mm-hmm. responders, our public workers. They just have a, a team Broussard mentality. And that's, that, you know, that's a winning strategy for us. So I, we're about to wrap up here, sir. I'm kind of curious. This is this is one of those Curveball questions, but it's fun. Um, you know, did you ever think when you were a young man uh, that someday, oh, I'm going to be mayor of Broussard? I don't, I don't think I, I did. <laughs> um, you know, I have a um, manufacturing and production background mm-hmm. just professionally. Yes, um, that, that's what my career has been. And I view, I view our city uh, in that way a lot. How do you solve problems? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, deciding what, are you, what you're trying to do is a real big part of planning, and then you can find a path to get there. But uh, no, I didn't. Uh, you know, I was encouraged uh, 
you know, when I first became a councilman by, by a councilman that was sitting and uh, to try to, to start paying attention, he thought I'd be a good fit. And here I am today, but you know, we follow God's path and, you know, we try to stay committed to that. And, and I think if I can do that, you know, I'll be in the right place. Ray Bork, Mayor Broussard, sir. Thank you for your time this morning. Thank Appreciate you so much. It. Have a good one. It's coming up now on 833. Celebrating 20 years of enlightening Acadiana. Moon Griffon, next on News Talk 96.5. Cape. News Talk 96.5, KPEL, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. From the Cape Hill News Center, I'm Brandon Como. A man is dead after Lafayette police responded to the 400 block of Marigold Loop to find him suffering from multiple gunshots. Officers say the black male was in the driver's seat of his vehicle when they found him. Call Lafayette police or Crime Stoppers at 232-TIPS if you have any information. Louisiana ranks fifth in the nation in the number of women killed by men per capita, according to the Violence Policy Center. VPC spokesperson Kristen Rand says in 2020, 98% of the women murdered in Louisiana were killed by someone they know. And Lucille Freeman Babineau, the mother of former Governor Kathleen Blanco, has died at the age of 102. Babineau was born in 1919 in New Iberia and had seven children of her own. She was the matriarch of a family of 105 and was with her daughter Kathleen every day when she got sick and died in 2019. Fox News reports New Orleans has assumed the top spot for the most homicides per capita of any city in America. Data collected up until September of last year shows the city that Care Forgot has an average of 52 murders per 100,000 residents. New Orleans has seen 208 murders so far this year alone. The homicide rate now outstrips St. Louis, the previous U.S. murder capital, plus cities like Chicago and New York. And September is Suicide Prevention Awareness Month, and national experts are sounding the alarm. Amy Wimpley-Knight, president of the Children's Hospital Association, says the most recent numbers show a 31% increase in hospital admissions for children and teens and a frightening increase in suicide rates. Senator Bill Cassidy says a new report shows the veteran suicide rate, though, actually fell nearly 10% from 2018 to 2020. Cassidy says most suicides among veterans happens within six months after getting out of the service. Veterans in crisis should dial 988, then press 1 to be connected with the veteran suicide and crisis lifeline. You're up to date. I'm Brandon Como. Mostly sunny skies across Acadiana today. Those temperatures are going to be sitting up in the mid-90s. We'll probably hit about 95 degrees by the end of the day today. Very light breeze coming out of the northeast, probably about 5 to 10 miles an hour. Not a whole lot of air movement, but maybe just enough. Lows tonight are going to be getting down into the lower 70s. Temperatures are going to peak tomorrow. It'll be a couple degrees warmer. Does look a little bit better, though, as we get towards the weekend. Still going to be hot, plenty of sunshine, and then the next front is expected to come through maybe Monday night, early Tuesday morning. I think we do get a pretty decent cool down on the way for next week. A lot of drier air as well. We're really going to feel that in the evenings. There's some rumblings down in the tropics. I think that areas along the Gulf of Mexico certainly need to start paying attention to. We are a ways away from that forecast kind of playing out, so there's still a lot of uncertainty, and you can read a lot more about that over at KTC.com. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Right now, traffic. Double-checking what's happening with our traffic at this hour. 
Iberia Street at Randy Road. A little traffic tie up there. Other than that, things are looking great out there. Buckle. It is coming up now on 845. Oh, hello. The Cape Hill Topic Train is running right on time. <laughs> speeding through the headlines to start your day. Brought to you by Broussard Poche LLP, certified public accountant. All right, for everybody that's just waking up and for all of us, some things that people likely be talking about today. Lafayette City Council voting unanimously. Going ahead, they have now given the funding mechanism to the audit and investigation of the drainage projects in Lafayette. So they'll be taking a look. That is one of the headlines that uh, most people will be talking about today. Overnight, well, about 9 o'clock last night, 400 block of Marigold Loop. A man was shot multiple times. Aid was rendered, but the man eventually succumbed. The investigation is ongoing. Tips are wanted. September is Suicide Prevention Awareness Month. The alarm is being sounded. The president of the Children's Hospital Association says... Recent numbers show a 31% increase in hospital admissions for children and teens. It's a tough thing. Talk to the experts in your life. Ask them what you can do, what signs you need to be looking for, and maybe you can offer an ear to someone who might be in need. As far as globally, Russian President Vladimir Putin announcing the immediate partial mobilization of Russian citizens in an escalation of what's going on in Ukraine. He also said that he was pledging to use all means to defend the country and its people. So Fiona's not going to be a problem for us, but there's another system out there that we're all going to be keeping our eye on over the next week or so. If something interesting happens with it, you'll be the first to know. And if you have the KPL app, it's even quicker. Well, the FDA is warning about a rise in adolescents and young adults participating in dangerous social media challenges. How many stories have we all written about this? Gee whiz. One recent challenge posted on social media encouraged people to cook chicken in NyQuil. Yes, you can find a story about this on our website. That sounds disgusting, by the way. God, you you kids need to find something else to do. Jesus. FDA says boiling a medication can make it much more concentrated, obviously change the properties. The agency also pointed to a TikTok challenge daring people to hallucinate by taking large doses of over-the-counter of the -the over-the-counter drug Benadryl. Kids are dying. You know what? Oh, I don't want to invade my child's privacy. Hell, invade their privacy. You should have their usernames and passwords to all their social media because you're paying the bills. Oof. All right. So that's your topic train. Did I sound a little emotional? Because I felt it. Well, it's just it's sad to see what's going on with um, all these TikTok challenges and and, and people. It's people spending way too much time on their phones and on social Mm -hmm. media. And we have become such a social media centered world. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's great that a lot of people are finding employment by using social media, 
But, you know, I wonder, like, you have all these influencers and, and such that make all this money going on social media and, and you know, basically getting to live a life where they get to – it's another form of entertainment. But I feel like, you know, there are so many people that are just living in that world and they don't know – they don't realize that it's a different world than – what we deal with every mm. single day. Yeah. And you have all these young people that are doing all these stupid challenges. Um, they're not spending enough time in the real world. They're spending it in that social media world. And, and it's unfortunately, crazy. reality slaps them in the face at some point. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, um, you know, kids have, in my mind, much more time than we ever had as kids. Oh, yeah. But maybe that's completely distorted. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think obviously. it's what they do during that time is is what the difference is. You know, I mean, I remember, you know, I was scared to death of my parents. And when I went home and they told me, do your homework first, then you can watch TV mm -hmm. or go outside and play. Mm -hmm. But until that time, you can't do those things. Right. I mean, I actually went home and did my homework. Mm -hmm. And some kids today, I mean, I don't even think the parents really even give a flip. Well, and sometimes you have, and you have that, and then you also have more of the two-income families now. Yep. Um, and sometimes I think a lot of that yep. falls through the cracks because you got the two incomes and the parents are both working real hard. They're exhausted. They don't have as much time to give to their kids yep. and their kids are able to, you know, they're, they're, they're not as mature as you, you know, mm -hmm. becoming adults and such. And so... They start getting away with more things. Yes. And there's not as much oversight as there used to be. As as before. Um, and what a shame. You mm -hmm. know. God, we sound like the oldest people on the planet. <laughs> All right, let's switch gears. <laughs> <laughs> Does it sound like switching gears? Something like that. We're not going to have time for Cartridge World Trivia today, okay. but we do want to give this message. You can save money on your printing needs. If you call Cartridge World today, they'll talk to you about how it all works, what they can do for you at home and your business. It's 9849000. You should be sure to ask them about the no-cost printer program, which is pretty doggone cool. If you want to look them up, it's CartridgeWorldUSA.com. That's CartridgeWorldUSA.com. What we can tell you is today is going to be another blazing day. 96 is our afternoon high. Golly, overnight low at 74, 98 for Thursday, 96 Friday and Saturday. But as we heard Daniel Phillips say in some of our earlier weather forecasts today, there's going to be a little cool front kind of moving our way. So that's something to look forward to. I wouldn't necessarily call it fall. Tomorrow's the, uh, uh, you know, the official first day of fall. Yeah, I wonder if that cold front coming in will help knock off whatever may be potentially coming in the Gulf. I hope so. Yeah. There is, yeah, I heard Daniel speaking about it mm -hmm. um, in one of his things this morning. Yeah, yeah. That, yes, hopefully that will help. I mean, that's one of the things that could make it mm -hmm. go in the other direction. So let's just know this. By Monday evening, mm -hmm. our overnight low will be at 66. Ooh. Then 59 next Thursday. Oh, yes. Only for one night, but we will take it. Yes. <laughs> all right, as we're wrapping up the show here today, thank you, everybody, for all the app chats and the help with traffic and giving your thoughts and opinions today. Brandon and I will be back with you tomorrow for what I'm sure is going to be a crazy Lafayette Live. In the meantime, can we try to love one another? Amen. I'm Elizabeth Donald, and this is the Fox News Report. 
The Federal Reserve wraps up its meeting today and is expected to raise interest rates another three of a percentage point to fight high inflation. Higher rates are making it more expensive to charge something on a credit card to obtain a mortgage or a car loan and have a ripple effect on other purchases. The Mortgage Bankers Association says its average for a 30-year fixed rate jumped to 6.25% last week. Applications to raise a home or purchase a home actually rose. It could be carryover business from Labor Day or some people may be getting in now because rates are likely going even higher. Italian cafe marketplace chain Italy is selling a controlling stake in the business to European investment firm Invest Industrial. Italy wants to pay off debt in more locations. That's your Fox Business Roping Ginny Cosella. Invested in you. Hi, I'm Lisa Booth for Bishop Gold Group. Are you worried about your financial future as retirement gets closer? All over the country, soon-to-be retirees are fearing for their financial future as markets remain volatile. Bishop Gold Group helps you invest in gold and gold IRA to protect your wealth and retirement during times of high inflation and wild swings in the market. Secure your future today. Contact Bishop Gold Group by dialing pound 250 from a mobile phone and say the keyword Bishop Gold or visit bishopgoldgroup.com. You're listening to American Ground Radio's Morning Minute. An 18-year-old man in North Dakota was murdered. The suspect in the case told police he did it because he thought the 18-year-old was part of a Republican extremist group. Oh, well, of course, because according to this administration, anyone who disagrees with the left is a threat to this country, which is about half the country. Now, Biden has called you as Republicans violent, extreme, and dangerous. And now an 18-year-old is dead because of his political beliefs. Is it a stretch to connect the two? You know, it was Abraham Lincoln who said, a house divided against itself cannot stand. Somehow, for the left, it seems like that's part of their plan. If this had happened under Trump's watch, the media would have said Trump was complicit in murder. But so far, all we hear is crickets. Return each weeknight with Louis R. Abalone and Stephen Parr. From 9 to 10 p.m. on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. President Biden is expected to take the world stage this hour. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News, addressing the United Nations General Assembly. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby just told Fox. I think he'll be very firm about where we stand on Ukraine and Ukraine's territorial integrity and sovereignty and how important it is that we all continue to, to, to push for that. Russian leader Vladimir Putin hinted he could use nuclear weapons as he calls up as many as 300,000 reserve soldiers after Ukrainian forces liberated areas Russia had taken over. It is irresponsible for nuclear power to speak that way about the possible use of nuclear weapons or any weapons of mass destruction. Putin's framed his nuclear threat as a defensive move, accusing the West of nuclear blackmail. It follows Russia's efforts to organize sham referenda to formally annex about a fifth of Ukraine that's currently under Russian control, which would give Putin a more expansive definition of territory that he could claim to be protecting. Fox's Jackie Heinrich at the UN in New York. Iran's president just addressed the United Nations, claiming the U.S. trampled on his country's international nuclear agreement. President Trump pulled the U.S. out in 2018, called 
calling it a horrible deal. President Biden has been trying to rejoin it. Republican Senator Marco Rubio from Florida is coming to his governor's defense. After three of the migrants Ron DeSantis sent on flights to Martha's Vineyard in Massachusetts filed a federal lawsuit. Just think about that. They just got here. They're not even here legally. They didn't enter the country the proper way. And they're immediately in court demanding rights and claims under our laws. This is outrageous. Now, Democrats have called Governor DeSantis inhumane and reckless. The same thing they've said about Texas GOP Governor Greg Abbott, buzzing thousands of migrants to Chicago, New York, and Washington protesting Biden policies for record border crossings this year. Days after Hurricane Fiona caused deadly destruction in Puerto Rico. More than 80% of the island is without power. More than 600,000 without running water. There are still some who are still waiting for floodwaters to recede. Fox Weather's Nicole Valdez in Puerto Rico. America's listening to Fox News. Every search you make, every click you take, they'll be watching you. Are you tired of being tracked online? There's a simple solution. DuckDuckGo. It's an all-in-one privacy app with a built-in private search engine, web browser, one-click data clearing, email protection, and more. All for free. Download the app today and get the most comprehensive privacy protection with the push of a button. DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. What you've heard about probiotics is probably wrong. I eat yogurt, so I don't need to take a probiotic. Probiotics? They don't really work. It's time to learn the truth about probiotics and join the Align Healthy Gut team up. Align has probiotics to naturally help relieve occasional bloating, gas, and abdominal discomfort. Try Align probiotics for a month and see how great a healthy gut can feel. Get $2 off your first month of Align at AlignProbiotics.com. Mostly sunny skies across Acadiana today. We'll see temperatures get up to about 95 degrees. Going to be another hot one out there. I think tomorrow is when we peak. That's when we're going to see the hottest temperatures. Lows are going to be sitting down in the 70s. Winds from the northeast at 5 to 10 miles an hour. We'll see the temperatures stay on the hot side through the rest of this week, but a cool down is on the way for early next week. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. It's time to win cash. Get your KPL News apps ready because here's your chance to win up to $30,000. Just enter the following code into your KPL News app where it says win cash and make sure you listen for more codes throughout the day because the more codes you enter, the better your chances. Here is your next code. All right, so your code for this hour is 780. That's 780. Win cash brought to you by Matthew James Financial wants you to be a winner here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. You want to enjoy, if you want to enjoy a car buying experience, how about buying your next vehicle from Service Chevrolet and Cadillac? Hey, folks, relax. They got you covered. They got the vehicles you're probably going to need and the ones you want as well. So service Chevrolet and Cadillacs, they come on in, we make it easy on you, relax, experience the difference at service Cadillac. It's in the name. Service makes you relax. Service gets you taken care of. Go to CadillacAndService.com, CadillacAndService.com, or go to ServiceGM.com, ServiceGM.com. They're located 1212 Ambassador, Caffrey. Folks, get it all at service. They're the number one Chevy dealer for eight years in a row. New and used car sales, parts, service, body shop, collision center, fine line auto, custom auto, and the wash. They do it all, and they make it convenient for you. They got a lot in stock. And, hey, if you're looking for a specific vehicle, why don't you go see them? They can take care of you. Service Chevrolet, Service Chevrolet Cadillac. Come on in. Have a great experience buying your next vehicle. 